Yeah. So I got my bow tie on, yeah I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah Wow, wow I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah I could be suitin' up So I got my bow tie on, yeah Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow I could be suitin' up so I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Ties. Let me let me get the round of applause real quick. That's a dub. How y'all doing? <laughs> Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> so this stuff. I ain't damn. even trying to reach over there. How y'all? Wow. <laughs> Feeling good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Dad Has the Bow Ties. Let me call us distinguished. We got to give X an epic L for the failure on those hand claps. <laughs> it's the acknowledgement of yeah. her. Acknowledgement yeah. that. That was taking too long. He's like, it's dubs for There that. we go. Yeah, we in here. All right. Oh, there we go. There we right. go. There we go. Yeah, kicked yeah. in and kicked in. Before we uh go any further, uh, you know, what I mean, we got we got to open this up right. So let's 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 pull up the best rapper alive right now. You know, what I mean, he got some bars for us to, to kind of start the show off right with. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta do that appropriately. Look. Realest grandpa rapping on book face trapping. Mm. This spec homer, I'ma come through clapping. My back bed hurting and my knees keep cracking. But don't get it confused, boy, I ain't never lacking. I'm a triple OG from Turk. I got two good hands and they work. work. If I can't whoop you, I just might touch you. I'm sick and tired of all your sap sucker motherfuckers. I'm a savage. I got Pearl made cooking up the cabbage. She make You need to add him to your poetry team, uh, Distinguished. Yo, listen, man. I'm choosing who that person is this week. Thank you very much. <laughs> How y'all boys feeling? Be, it would not be that going today. The fuck was that? <laughs> that, listen, that was man. the old nigga making rounds, man. He's making rounds. Yo, he went viral, Flo. He went viral. <laughs> he was out here making I rounds guess. in these streets, man. I, I, I ain't never heard that shit before. Yeah, man. He 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 I'm out here in these streets, that. man. Are you out here putting in that work? That's it, man. Y'all here making waves. Anybody got an all man moment? Got, now I'm intrigued to go watch that. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Did you say? Flo? He's intrigued to go see it. What? Now right. I want to see it. All right. That's what she said. Oh uh, yeah, I got an all man moment. So um, I'm starting on some nut ass <laughs> shit. I'm not starting on the nut shit. <laughs> uh, uh, nah, nah, nah. So usually. It'd be my mom, but this one has to go to my dad. Now, dad, I love you. We just gonna start it off like that. Dad, I love you. But you fucked up today, okay? Dad, you fucked up. I don't know what, what I don't know what happened, but I get a phone call from my dad. All right. I'm in a nice full size bed in the city. I'm in somebody's hotel, sleeping on a rental bed. 
Get a phone call at six something in the morning. Hey, son. I'm like, hey, dad. Sorry to call you so early. What time you get off work? Um, I get off work at four. What's are are you okay? <laughs> are you good? <laughs> no, I locked myself out the house. How the fuck did he do that, Dad? How how, how did that happen? You know, I left the key with so and so. Well, Dad, I don't want to tell you because um, I'm not gonna be home until after four. But then, but in my heart, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just go as president. I'm gonna just go. And then, person who I was with in the bed, she like, no, I'll just do it, babe. I'm like, no, nope, nope. This is it. He got to learn from this. So he goes, I'm going to sleep in the car. I said, why the fuck would he do that shit, dad? Just go drive to so-and-so house. No, I'm good. I'm like, this is that old Caribbean shit that I don't like. All you got to do is go over, say that you locked yourself out, let them get a, a good laugh, let them off you some water, and then sleep on the, and sleep on the sofa. But no. So here's what he does. He goes in the garage. And he busts open the fucking door. So that's an all-man moment. I hope the door locks properly tomorrow because I do see it's a little fucked up now. Why, I don't, why, I don't. why didn't he just come and get the keys from you in the city or wherever you were? Why didn't he because just drive and because pick the key D-Flow, up from you? D-Flow, because it's my dad. I just told you. It's a Caribbean thing. You should fucking notice, okay? I just told you that, all right? Well, why, why didn't you su- 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 suggest... Why would Your I dad. have to suggest it? Well, what, why? What, why would I? Why would I but, have to be, suggest it? Because because he didn't suggest it. No, um, he said he wanted to sleep in the car. Suggestions is off the table if you want to sleep in a fucking car. This is what so, he said. So 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 um, so you allowed him to go bust the door open in the garage. Negative, 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 ne- ne- negative. So what happened was. Shorty said, I'm going to do it, babe. And then I gave in. I said, you know what? If that's what you... Well, she was gonna say, take, what was she trying to... She was going to take, take my keys key. for you. She was going to take the him. keys for me. Right. And then he so called me no back. So at no point during this whole conversation, the nigga who got the car, your father, I'm sorry to call right. him a nigga, but right. at no point during this entire scenario did your dad then was just like, well, I'm going to just come and drive and come and get the keys from you real quick. That would be a pro- big negative, sir. That would be a big negative. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Damn, son. Like, that yeah, that's been that's the definitely an all man moment. Right, right, right. That's so, definitely an all man moment. Right. Oh, so, I ain't even so, intro, so, X, if you have a, a properly with the all man. Right. If if you have a. Right, right. Right, right. Yeah, dad. Yeah, fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you listen to this, just know I love you, but you fucked up this morning, okay? That's my all man moment, ladies and gentlemen. Fucked up this morning, okay? That's my all man moment, ladies and gentlemen. That would got me tight. That would have that would have definitely got me tight. Yeah, I'd have been I'd have been asking a few questions for sure. Right, right, right. <laughs> Flo, how about you? You got an all man? <coughs> nah, man, you know I'm chilling, man. Do what I do, man. You know, I'm chilling, man. Uh, my life is nowhere near as complex and as <laughs> I'll be chilling, man. <laughs> I'll be chilling, man. So we the only you know? ones. So we the only ones that got complex lives. I mean, so yo, make- y'all, I'll be chilling. How do I get looped like- into this shit, man? I ain't say a word yet. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't say if I had an old man or not. I'll be just doing doing what I do for two. You look like you two, sell man. drugs on the corner, XAB. Shut up. I'm um, minding default, my business, yeah. fam. Okay, <laughs> that's oh, what's okay. happening on okay. this side. Okay. Okay. 
Go get me, go get me, go get me a quarter pound. I ain't okay? getting you shit, nigga. You ain't El Chapo. <laughs> what the you. fuck is you talking about? Said, thank you, man. Okay. Hey, a quarter thank pounds, you, man. Oh man, for I need, me. I need me an eighth. Okay, I need me an eighth. That's rough. I don't know where you're getting that. From. <laughs> I'm getting that from that fucking do rag you got on. I don't have a do rag on, so I, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you mad for this nigga X puzzle out a, 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 a dub of sour diesel or some shit? <laughs> All y'all niggas ain't know. <laughs> Yo, y'all trying to incriminate me on the podcast? Y'all niggas is working together or something? Conspiring? I don't know uh, what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, weed yeah. is legal in New York now, so yes. I'm like... I don't think it was passed yet. I, I know D-board. that they was talking about it. Oh, I'm, listen, to, I'm just making shit up. <laughs> listen, we put somebody the Judas. Go <laughs> we put the Judas and the Black Messiah XAB. Okay, clearly. Okay. Um, yeah. my old man is just uh, my car. I have to fix my car, so um, the battery died, and I just got yeah. the piece today in order to reprogram it the appropriate way. So. That's pretty much my all, man. I gotta gotta get on that. Probably will do it tomorrow because today looking like a dub. It's already dark. But um, yeah, today's dub dub dub, sir. But that, that's it. So it is Black History Month. How have mm-hmm. you guys been honoring Black History Month? If you have, um, that is a very great question. I, I haven't been as black history proactive distinguish as i normally am only because i've been working like crazy with my regular job schedule my job i do on the weekends and then the doh stuff that i do you guys know about that already we don't need to go into details so life has been fucking just a bit chaotic and um this nigga stepped yeah, into his I think, true jamaicanism I mean, yeah, I mean the yeah, literally I got fucking 89 jobs. The mo- the most I do, I do have a I do have a pin that I wear every day when I'm at work. It says Black Lives Matter and I wear that literally just, you know, for 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 Black History Month, you know, just to stand in solidarity. You can't be too pro pro black at my job mm-hmm. cuz you guys know I work in corporate America and you guys know where I work. That building, yeah, you got to be, you know what I mean? I got in trouble months ago for wearing the Biden and Harris face mask. And because of that face mask, they banned everybody from wearing all different type of face masks. The only face mask you can wear now is the medical blue mask because of the mask that I had on. Everything was cool until I wore that shit. And I was like, oh, so it would have been... Everybody's drink. Right. I said, oh, so it would have been better if I wore Trump pants. Nobody said shit. They said, whoa, Mr. Gray, we don't have to take it there, officer. I said, yeah, yeah, what the fuck ever. It's mm. all good. So Sound like a lot. I just wear the pen. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys know I work for the fucking ops. You guys know that. What about you, uh, Flo? I, need- uh, I don't think you should have said that. But I, um, <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> we're not taking it back. the ops. Right. Um, we're not taking it back. Honestly, bro, I, I have, I haven't been doing squiddly dot. I ain't gonna sit here and try to be prolific and act as if though I was doing the most. Um, I haven't really been doing much. It same similar story to this thing, which has been trying to grind and do what I gotta do. There's right. been nothing that I've done like extremely out of the way yet for Black History Month. I I am supporting more black businesses in general, and that's prior nice. to this month. So nice, nice. That has nothing to do with Black History Month in particular. That's just a decision I made. Well, I mean, let's let's be clear. Back. We are all black, so there's there is. 
being black and and being just just being black is enough. Like you don't have to go out of your way. Um, but do you feel like obligated to go harder during Black History Month? Has that ever met a, a feeling that crossed your mind or like an emotion? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I yeah, kind of feel yeah. that way um, sometimes when black history comes around. I feel a little bit more conscious of my decisions in terms of my blackness. And, you know, I'm I, obviously I try to stay away from being in anybody's system, period. But it's just something about getting arrested during Black History Month that don't sit right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That don't sit right, right? <laughs> you, know, you know what's interesting about it? It's not until you said it just now that I have to think. Like, sometimes I, I forget that when I'm around y'all that I'm a fucking father. So I actually do put a little bit more emphasis because I do. I, mean, I am spending a bit more time educating my children on it, especially my son, who's in that age where he's soaking up the information. So in that realm, then, yes, I am doing a bit more on that front in terms of educating him and educating him and trying to teach him some of the more cultural things, not just about the American history, but, you know, about world history in general. Because, you know, they ask questions and they see things. So, you know, you got to get into your encyclopedia mode and just try to right. explain things as, as accurately as possible. And not right. Try and try to, to sound right. Try to sound like the small fault, even though we know you're dumb as shit. But continue. Mm-hmm. If you think so. Um, okay. who, 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 who? But never mind. You know, I'm not I'm not doing this. I ain't got I'm time not. to listen to this nigga. I'm, I'm, not, not doing I'm not paying no attention to what this nigga is saying right now. I'm not worried about what he's saying. So, <laughs> the nut ass nigga, bro. It is, it this is a nut ass nigga. That's it. <laughs> From now on, bro, I'm saving this nigga as nut ass nigga. <laughs> always, bro. Always wild for respect. Always wild for respect, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying whose man's is this? Like, I'm about to, I'm about to start being like, go get the clip X. Go get the clip X. Whose man's is this? But yeah, I mean, it's it's that that's what I be doing. Like now, I mean, that besides that, I haven't done nothing nothing right extraordinary outside of that. But that's a regular that's regular things for me. So I mean, for me, um. I've actually been just kind of going out my way a little bit to make black women happy. That's that's one thing that I kind of mm. did tell myself that I would do for Black History Month. And so you've been saving them. Nah, nah. That, <laughs> I don't even okay. know where that's going. But um, you know, like if a, <laughs> don't, I was about to say, don't even do it, bro. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Like if a black woman has told me like they're in some type of uh, like if if passing conversation, I'm not doing it. If like a a person is kind of begging for whatever the case is but if like i'm having a casual right, conversation bands, with one of my homegirls right. or or whatever and she's like yeah i gotta do x y and z today or da 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 like i'll be like all right yo i'm gonna i'm gonna help you out with that or i'll i'll do it for them or whatever the case is so that's just been a conscious decision that i decided to make in terms of like it's black history month and obviously our black women go through a lot so sometimes and that does not make you feel like a simp no because i'm to okay. me, well, the definition of a simp is you doing it and thinking that because you're doing that, you're you're in a you're trying to please a woman's favor. I'm not doing it to get in women's good graces. I'm doing it for me. So, um, that's okay. Not do simping. you think? Do you think they're thinking that you're doing it for you? Do they know that off a rip? Like, oh, he's just a nice guy versus no, he's a nice guy, but he deep down inside this nigga like me a little bit. I don't 
it's never come up that they've it's never come up that they assumed uh that i wanted something because i make it very clear like i'm just in and out type situation if it's like a yo i'm doing this and i'm like yo i'll do it i just do it and then that's it i'm not lingering on some like so nice well, you know what's next nice you know what i'm saying so Ladies, and, do not call X after this episode and ask him to do shit. We just yeah, we just have nah, a because my no okay? game is strong too, though. So that's what I'm saying. There's a difference. The difference is you see, you got to look at the differences. <laughs> which he ain't saying shorty gonna call and be like, "Yo, I need a hundred for my hair." Okay, and he's gonna be like, "All right, I'm gonna pay it." He's saying if she has a <laughs> task to do that he thinks is reasonable and within. Okay judgment of him being able to accomplish it and something okay. that t- traditionally something okay. that would traditionally be something a man should do for a woman in a sense so okay. for instance right. one of my one of my friends her car battery died and her car right, bar- right, right. battery has been dead for over a month so i asked Damn. her originally i was <laughs> like yo um you got anybody that, that could change it and she's like oh i'm gonna take it to the shop and i'm like take it to the shop you're going to end up spending like $400 for a battery that you could get changed out for $200 just for the battery. You know, you could just change. So I'm like, nah, I'm like, yo, if anything, because I re- I knew the battery had died because the way she was talking, she was like, oh, I need a jump. I'm like, you sure you need a jump? Because it sounds like you mm. either need a new battery yeah. or you need. <laughs> it sounds like you need a new battery. And she's like, nah, I just need a jump. So I'm like, all right, cool. So. Um, like a, a couple of weeks went by and she was like, oh, I tried to get a jump cane. Da, 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 da. So I was like, you know what? She's like, you know, the battery's like actually dead. And I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. She's like, my cousin's going to get me a battery, blah, blah, blah. Um, so like when he gets me the battery, do you mind coming in and helping me with it? And I was like, all right, cool. A week went by. Cousin didn't didn't deliver the battery so i was like yo fuck it i'll do it i'll get the battery and i'll change it out because it's black history month you know what i mean you you a woman now, and clearly now wait 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 hold on before we continue d flow what's your thoughts on what our good brother just said would I mean, you I have done it, it? I, if, I would have if it's done? a if it's a if it's one of my close friends that I normally fuck with, like if, if it's someone like one of my one of my little he didn't sisters say, or something. He, he didn't say close friend. He said one of his friends. I'm pretty sure if he's going out of his way to do it, it's probably someone he kind of considers close to him. Okay. Now, I, now, now back to you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, I it just it, was, I think it's someone that he... he yeah, it's I, a nice I, gesture, my nigga. Like, first of all, you know how heavy the fucking car batteries is? You yes, want, nigga. I've put them in twice. Yes. <laughs> you want a, a 110 pound chick over. trying to put in a 50 yeah. pound battery, dog? Like, I don't know. I mean, something about that act, don't sit some, right some, with me. Some of these chicks is independent. I, 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 I want you to have your Beyonce moment. Go do that shit for me. Sure. But the, 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 again, the difference is she didn't ask me. I I said to her, yo, I'll change your battery. Right. And then right. it was just a right. follow up. Different. So right. that's the difference. There's a difference between like, uh, a girl and specifically because i know i know what you're thinking about specifically a girl that like, you're talking about you, you like flirt about. with or you've been talking to for Take. a little bit and she's been dubbing your shit and then she call you up talking about some i don't got no niggas <laughs> to change my battery so can you change my battery nah that's not the, nigga, that's not what we talking about telling my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the scenario here at hand sir <laughs> not the scenario here at hand 
That's not what we talking about, dog. You always try to be on this deep this time, boy. What are you talking about? Like my other friend, she she's a writer, and she um okay. She was like, "Yo, I need to submit one of my applications," and she had kept putting up. On her story, like she wanted, she was like, if anybody wanted to give me a Valentine's Day gift, da 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 da. So when I hit her up, I was like, "Yo, what's good with this application?" My not the Valentine's Day shit because I'm not participating in that. Uh, but I was about to say, I don't know where this is going. No, no, no. I don't nah, know. I've made it explicit either. that it wasn't no <laughs> Valentine's nothing. So it was like, oh, nah, just you know, I need to get my my joint up. Re-ev- I needed to get it evaluated by this organization mm-hmm. because that right. helps with me um being able to submit it to different shows and stuff so i was like all right cool i was like well how much is it she told me i was like that's light boom do something like that i just think that that's those are good gestures to kind of let our black Mm -hmm. women know that they value Mm -hmm. because we do live in a time and space where black women don't feel black feel valued and protected by black men so whenever you get an opportunity to do it you know what i mean and not be on some creep shit then i think black men should do that it's, just, it's not it's not like so, a regular shit. I'm not saying that that should be the norm. Like you hit up all your female friends and pay for all their bills. I ain't saying that at all. But if you if okay. you feel like doing something nice for somebody, and it's not like I've only done that for women. I've done nice shit for niggas too. So you know what I mean? Right, right, right. You have, you have. Um, I'm not gonna go into what I was gonna go into after that last thing that XTV said. What I will say is this though. I feel like. Deep down inside, a lot of black women want black men to overcompensate for what other niggas didn't do. Not what they did. What they think the other niggas should have done. For example, a lot of chicks right now are probably upset about their ex-man doing X, Y, and Z with the next chick over the weekend. You're still seeing a nigga's stories. You're still seeing some of her stories. Or maybe you're not seeing his stories. Maybe somebody's giving you play-by-play on what the fuck his stories are looking like, play-by-play on what the fuck her stories is looking like. Somebody's upset, so they're giving the other nigga more work to do because they feel like the next nigga didn't do it. Can we all agree on the podcast? That women, a few women are putting a few niggas through some wild shit right now. I believe that people in general do shit like that. Sometimes when you're not healed Mm. and you try to go into a whatever next situation, uh, you you make that other individual overcompensate for whatever insecurity you received from your last situation. That's how I see it. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. 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 So I agree. That's 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 agreeable. Right. Speaking of an undercompensation. Right. Hold on, let me right. let, let's intro this appropriately because you know what I mean okay. we, we had we had a, a nice little situation over the weekend, Valentine's Day. But naturally Yes the fuck we did. People uh celebrate very differently. So Yeah, I think we can just switch a couple people around and then um just coordinate. Now I mean timing. a little physicality be happening. I know you're upset. Not me. Because of what I didn't do in the bed. Oh. Sometimes I regret. But then I question what's wrong with your head. Cause I'm not gonna eat your ass. I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna do it, y'all. I'ma do it, y'all. I'ma do it, y'all. Just because I don't 
make a sweat make a dripper. Come on. You go fart in my mouth too. Come on. Relax. So the question is, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the show and my good brothers, distinguished and deep flow, is what happens when you know what I mean you you kind of with somebody and they don't want to do a certain sexual act with you. Do you do you leave them? Like if you if you this is a dating situation. Let's say y'all y'all may be dating or fresh into the relationship and you realize like yo, mm-hmm. I want you to do X, Y, and Z, and they like, I'm not doing that. Let's keep it simple. I want you to suck dick. And they like, I'm not sucking dick. I don't suck dick. Yeah, a, a lot a, a lot of women say that, and what I've learned in my experience over the years, that's a lie. They don't want to suck your dick. They don't want to suck your dick. So beyond that, though, keeping it what do you do? Do you okay. do you stay in that situation? Do you leave? Are you right me? to leave? Me, if I really like the person, okay, you don't want to suck dick. Me personally, if we're keeping it a hundred, I actually don't like getting my dick sucked. I actually like just giving head more. Like when people say, you know, that they want to do, I'm like, that's cool. You don't have to. <laughs> and then they be like, oh my god, like you're the first guy who is not forcing me to suck his dick, and, and then they end up still sucking the dick. <laughs> hey, yo, <laughs> but you know, yeah, you know. Forcing don't sound right, dogs. <laughs> All right. I don't know, bro. Listen, man. <laughs> you know, you're a pleaser, and, and nobody. I'm a pleaser. You know, nobody. And I eat the booty like that. groceries. I eat the booty Whatever like groceries too. So listen, I need you to relax. Right. <laughs> right. Relax, Brown paper bag, it, sir. Whoa. The fact that you lick the lip after that doesn't sit right with me, bro. (laughs) Listen, bro. What you do in the comfort of your bedroom? I need you to to relax. All I'm going to say is if if I met a shorty and she's like, I don't suck dick. First of all, at our age, if you try to tell me if mm-hmm. I meet a shorty late twenties, thirties, and you're talking about you've never sucked dick, n- let me say not say never. But if you look at me in my eyes and you're like, "Yeah, I don't <laughs> suck dick," I, I I I have questions. I will legitimately go. Well, what into if it's a some more have what to have a con- What if it's something that's wild to you? Like what? What if she? What if you? To for you to get off flow, you want a shorty got to spit in your mouth and then like. Do some wild shit, and she's like, "I'm not doing that." Like, I'm not I, I have to I'll be understanding. First of all, if 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 you gotta go to the point where you gotta fucking for me to bust a nut, you gotta tickle my balls in the thirty degree angle, rub my head top, and pinch my nipple at the same time just for me to bust a nut. I need therapy, and I have to come to a conclusion. <laughs> We're not talking talk to somebody we about that, shame, bro. Uh, we can't be what are we talking about? If you need six things happening for you to bust a nut, my nigga, you need to talk to somebody. You need need to move like a cow real quick just to get. (laughs) You need to be celibate for a year, (laughs) sir. You got to look at the deeper problems happening here. That's not about her. That's about you, you my nigga. You need that bitch. I'm a cow. You know what I mean? Doja cat. You need. (laughs) If the only way, if that's the only way you could get a nut out, bro, is for her to rub your chest here a certain way. Nah, you like you gotta. You got to come to different conclusions in your life. You feel me? Or 
if you if she got to eat the gooch every time, you know, she got to lick the gooch real quick. I don't know. Like if and then that's, some that's way travel travel towards the ass crack at some point too. I'm not even cool with that. Thing, if, you if like a requirement ass for me, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Do you like getting your ass ate? <laughs> yeah, I've had it happen twice in my lifetime. <laughs> you by women. You would. <laughs> Why, why did you have to clarify that? All right, my nigga. <laughs> this is the world's most dangerous podcast. It's the clarification for us. me. This is that has in both us. Men have respect, asked. Son. Men have asked, and I, I have the receipts to prove that. Men have. I've. I've. I've, I've slowly declined. All right. All right. <laughs> Season three, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> Why are you wilding for respect out here, bro? Wrong with you, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so, yeah, I'll, I don't know. I think I feel like at that point you got to leave. Like, if you dating somebody and you you have, like, a sexual whatever, it don't make no mm. sense to, to force it. Like, you're not going to force it. I mean, if you're comfortable giving up that sexual thing, then cool. But... If it's something that's important to you, then I feel like you gotta you gotta right. dip out. But right, um, right, right. I think um, I mean, I've, I've spoken about this already, and then uh, you know, I know we got a lot of topics to, to cover. But this is my perception based on what has been told to me and what I've actually done. And a lot of what I've done literally was literally last year. It was like a it was it was a brand new thing. What I will say is this: I think a lot of men and women, deep down inside want a lot of things to happen to them sexually, particularly men. But society has told men that these things are deemed gay. Oh, this nigga's positive. So it's not supposed so it's not supposed to happen because deep down inside the man is gonna then tell himself, if I like what I want her to do to me, that indirectly makes me gay. But if I don't say it, then I'm hiding how I really feel about what I want done in the bedroom. But if I act like it's a problem, she might think I'm cheating on her with somebody else. But if I don't bring it up, then she's going to be like, why are you not opening up to me? I, I told you you could open up to me. So it's like a catch-22. But if you're a nigga like Distinguished, you just don't give a fuck. You want to know why? Because you're comfortable in your sexuality. You actually know yourself. You know what you like. You know what you don't like. And deep down inside, here's the most important part. You know you would want that shit done to you if you were somebody else too. Okay, preacher. <laughs> All right, boss. <laughs> yeah, boss. That's just, you, man? that's just where we All at with I know it. Deep is... down inside, men is lying about shit that they want. And we got to keep it 100. Because deep down inside, the, the, the stigma of what they want is attached to being gay. And not everything, quote unquote, has to be deemed gay in the bedroom. That's what society told y'all. That's what the girl you was fucking with told you. Or that's or, or that's what the girl told you when she left you. Or your niggas. Your bitch ass when, nigga. when you brought it up you know? to your niggas. Right. Yeah. right. Or when you brought it up to your niggas. And that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Well, a nigga who is also supremely confident uh, is, is this nigga right here. Believe I ran through it from love. Yo, sweet love. Can't believe I really let the drugs get in between us. Life ain't slowing down for me at all, baby. What the fuck? I was saying. Shout out to uh, Kodak Black who decided he was trying to shoot his shot during uh, to JT uh, during Valentine's Day weekend. Which brings us we to go. Valentine's Day weekend. And you know what I mean? It seemed like y'all niggas out here living life. So uh, 
What y'all do for Valentine's Day? I'm being a nosy motherfucker I'm a, I, today. I'm going I'm to let D-Flo go first. He, he the married man. He got the floor. Oh, I mean, Valentine's Day weekend was chill, man. Yo, he, look at the smile. Let's make a flow smile. Yo, Flo has a specific smile. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do some wild shit, but he's not going to tell us he did some wild shit. <laughs> I mean, no, he <laughs> Chill weekend, you feel me? And that's all I'm going to say on it. You I mean, the babies was home. You going, what? This nigga. I just saw you do this with your nose. You just gotta always ruin the motherfucking moment, man. Yeah. <laughs> who sniffed? First of all, my nigga, if I was a nigga who sniffed coke, you would know. Y'all niggas would know. If I was oh, a nigga who sniffed coke. I know I would know. Oh, I know I would know. Y'all, y'all niggas would know if I was a nigga who sniffed coke. So, um. <laughs> nah, but um, this weekend, nah, it was chill. I mean, the babies was home. So there's only, there's only but so much excitement that could happen. Right, when right. The kitties are home, so um, it was chill, man. Did y'all, you know, did y'all loop yesterday. them into the festivities? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday I went out. We, I went out. I got we. I got Lily. Took her to get some some Bath and Body Works. This was kind of funny. <laughs> Had her like smelling stuff, and she was picking out her own. I love set. it. <laughs> yeah. So she she she's always there. Like you know, she's always smelling her mom's stuff. So I took her yesterday to get some Bath and Body Works stuff. And got Dante some stuff as well. Got him to pick out a nice little cologne because you're always trying to be, Daddy, your cologne smells really good. No, nigga, you're not, you're not, <laughs> I'm not spraying, spraying my it cologne. on you, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so I let him get his own shit yesterday. So now he bossing up into entering the smell catalog. You know, took the wife to get something nice, you know. We tried to go eat and wasn't trying to wait two and a half hours to get into no fucking restaurant. Should have set up reservations. <clears throat> Nigga, I ain't even know the fucking restaurants is going to be this open. Nigga just wants about to flex. Listen, it's and cold. I, I ain't eating in nobody's cold it's ass weather Long outside. Island. It's called Long Island. I don't Island. give a fuck if it's Tim Cook too, Long nigga. Island. I ain't driving out to Long Island to go get no food, nigga. We going to cook right. at home. All right. All right. Good for you, this though. This nigga just want to keep flexing. That's nothing but the best. Yeah, son, wild for respect, nigga. You take the drive and go to Long Island and go eat your food. Good for you. I have. I've fuck done it on several occasions. Best for you, sir. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate you. I appreciate the oomph in your voice, nigga. Thank you. I appreciate that. Facts. Letting you know, okay. nigga, where I stand on it. Well, nigga, how did okay, you celebrate the thing? Because clearly you, how did you, you celebrate, are being to let the people know how you celebrate. Go ahead, brother. How did you celebrate Valentine's Day? <laughs> how do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Well, thank you, my niggas. I thought you would never ask. But first and foremost, I'd just like to say that, that, that Valentine's Day was an amazing festive. Uh, shout out to all the lovers out there. Uh, as everybody should already fucking know this, Torians, we rule the romantic category. Go do your research on the Zodiac system. We run that shit uh, front and back, side and center, backflip and downflip. Um, it was what amazing. What is a Torian? Don't, don't, a Taurus, brother, Taurus, that... Oh. That, that's how we categorize. They, all right, I, I just told my nigga something new on the podcast. Can we get a round of applause? That man, my nigga just learned a new. That's, a, that's right. an actual thing. Yes, Torian. Yes, Torian. Taurus, yeah. Torians. Yeah, that don't even Libra, make sense. Libra, Libras, Sag. How the fuck y'all get to Torians though? Like, what? What the fuck? That's. Go ahead with your story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead, thank go you, go brother. Go I appreciate you. All yeah. right, nice nets fitted. So. Um, it was yeah. great Friday. <laughs> Friday, uh, Friday had a date. Um, a date of somebody that um I met at a speed dating event last year. You know, big shout out to Dizzy Brown. 
Uh, Dizzy Brown had a nice speed dating event. Now, the reason why, I don't even know if she listened to this, but she's about to hear the, the fucking truth on right here if she if she does. This is some tea. So the reason why I never actually really pursued the shit the first time is because I was all over the place. And X actually met her because X was there at the speed dating event. But anyway, that's for all Yo, why are you keep trying to incriminate me, dog? Like, I was not nowhere. Like, stay sinking your boat. This nigga is tripping. You know what this nigga is? This nigga keep trying to act like he don't know if I'm dating or not. So he wanted, he's really trying to squeeze me into like, no, nigga, like, continue with your story. <laughs> so anyway, D-Flo, make sure you keep this clip in because he's trying to hide from the truth. I'm so anyway, so <laughs> so anyways, um, I ended up, you know, finally saying, hey, you know, randomly, I hit her up randomly and said, hey, listen, um, are you free Friday? She said, yeah. I said, cool. Now, this is the shit that really had me open. Okay. Now, usually um, I feel like sometimes when it comes for a man to try to take a woman out, she's waiting for the nigga to pick her up. Well, get the Uber for her. This chick was like, no. I'm going to come to you. And I think it's because of how I set the parameters. I said, listen, this is how the date is going to work. You're going to come to me. And I'm going to pay for the food. But I'm not paying for your transportation. You coming and you going. You're, you're, you're paying for that yourself. She agreed to these terms. She took the train. And got to the date almost two hours late. But the thing that I respected about it, the motherfucker didn't say I'm going to cancel because I'm on the train and it's cold as fuck and I got heels on. So she's a winner for that. Most chicks I know would not have done that. They would not have done that. She could have took the Uber, but she didn't take the Uber. She took the train. We had a good date. Date was great. You know, it was it was amazing. We spoke about a lot of things. I told her this is what I need if we move forward. And she told me this is what she need. And I said, well, you know, we got to compromise in the middle because this is the type of lifestyle that I have. And if you're with it, cool. If you're not, this is the first and last day. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. God bless and good night. So she has a lot to think about. She's probably going to think about it more after she listens to this shit on the podcast. But hey, this is what the subscribers come to us for. The banter and the shits and giggles. Then on Saturday, you guys know I've been hold talking on, to a young son. lady. Hold the fuck well, up, bro. Hold, I got to pause you mid-explanation. Mid, mid so on your first date with Shorty, you're already laying you're already laying down the foundation of what you want from her if she decides to go into a relationship with you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah I don't I don't wait anymore. I just I just let her I don't I don't waste no no more time. I feel like doing that before was a waste of time. I'm just up front now. Um so Saturday, yeah, so so Saturday was my turn for Another young lady that you guys know that I speak to, been speaking to for almost about a year now. And uh, we had a ball, surprised her, <clears throat> telly in the city, um, food at Amarachi. Shout out to Amarachi. DJ Blackout was on the ones and twos. He was killing the motherfucking set. Uh, shout out to the owners, Bub. RIP to the brother that we lost from uh, COVID last year. You will always be remembered. And uh, yeah, we, we had a great time. Took on a shopping spree. Never did that shit before. You know, that, that was fun. You know, I felt like D-Flow's pockets. It was, it was amazing. You know what I mean? It was good. You know, and the perception was, why are you doing this? And I was like, well, why not? Always wanted to be in a position to do shit like this. And now that I'm finally in a position to do shit like this, you're, you're not seeing a fake version of Distinguished. You're actually seeing the version that was always there. But now he's a bit more confident. He's a bit more stable with how he's moving in these streets. So he's able to do a little bit more. So you're getting you're still getting the real authentic version just with a bit of oomph. And then on Saturday, she tried to outdo a nigga 
And a fucking stretch Chrysler limousine pulled up on a motherfucking block. I said, well, God fucking damn, what did I do to deserve this? I don't know. On Sunday, right. Stretch limousine pulled. The stretch limousine could probably fit like 20 niggas in it. It was only two of us in the bitch. And we had a motherfucking ball. I was like, yeah, I could get, I could get, I don't know how I could go back to my old life after this. I, I could get used to this forever. And then we uh we went to a, a spot called uh, Brooklyn Chop House. Amazing, amazing food. Um, great. And then after, we trying to leave the spot. And then she was like, I think the driver's lost to pick us back up in the limo. Then the motherfucker goes, oh, no, I'm joking. Our hotel's down the block. I said, this motherfucker here. Okay. Smooth, smooth. I like it. I like it. Walked up in the hotel room. Candles light the way to the bed. Gifts all over. Shit say, I love you on the wall. Hookah ready for a nigga. Champagne ready for a nigga. Shots ready for a nigga. I said, this is love. Oh, I like this. I like and this a lot. Y- you single? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm a little bit unsure, but all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I just told you, you sure? I had a date on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, right. more of the story okay. is Valentine's right. Day was amazing. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I hope more, uh, uh, and I hope more brothers have an opportunity to experience what I experienced in this lifetime. Well, speaking of in your Chris, in your monogamous relationships, Chris Brown says that he's single with a girlfriend. So distinguished, I feel like you uh, are the best. I think you're single with a girlfriend. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're the best you, one to to, to speak on. How does that work? That. No, how, how does how does that work from your well, Torian brother? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, my my Torian brother. Right. I don't know what's going on. In the world of Chris Brown these days. But what I want to say, because our birthdays are so close, his birthday is only five days away from mine. I think he's in a phase where he realizes that it's going to be hard for him to make a commitment if he says he's in a relationship by giving the woman he's with a title. So instead of giving her a title, he is going to say something along the lines of, I still want to talk to other women. But you just got to know that you the main. And from time to time, if you're okay with it, I'm going to talk to this girl and this girl. And I'm going to let you know what I'm doing. Now, if so that's not what he's what doing, is, the whole relationship the is based on walling for respect? What, what, you said what? what is single nigga etiquette during Valentine's Day when you're, when you're dating multiple women? You know, this is a, this is a distinguished time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Single, single, only you okay. could answer these questions, sir. Single nigga etiquette is... You don't fuck everybody that you're dating during Valentine's Day weekend. You don't kiss everybody that you're dating Valentine, and you don't make and you don't make everybody feel more special than the one that you know you got to make feel more special the most. Because that's where niggas fuck up. You can't give more attention to the side side chick when you know that the main person that you've been it's dealing too, with is the one you need to give uh, all the time and energy to. That's where a lot of, of niggas side? fuck up. I beg your pardon. It's two, it's two layers of the side chicks. Nah, don't you ever, 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 no, no, okay? I have somebody that I've been dealing with the most. That's my main. And then I have people that I just date from time to time. It just so happened that one of them ended up being caught up in the Valentine's Day weekend situation because she was available. Now, if she wasn't available, the truth is it would have just been another date, to be very honest. If I'm being honest. But wouldn't you categorize the situation in more like narrow to open relationship? Yes. But 
I think the difference is in order for it to really be an open relationship, I think the other person also needs to do things openly too. And the other people that are involved, they're not doing what I'm doing. I'm the only one living how I'm living. Everybody's cool with it, but I'm the only one that's that's involved the way I am. Much respect goes out to you, my friend. Okay. That's in that that's just being honest. So so your advice in terms of not getting in trouble is basically make sure that the main person that holds you down gets all of the attention that is necessary. And if there are people that you're interested in or only spent a little bit of time with, they don't really get that much vibe. They might get what what do they get for Valentine's Day? I mean, to be honest, you know, I'm not going to tell myself too much. You know, they just might get a meal. They just might get something that costs like maybe like 50 to 100 dollars. They might not get happy Valentine's Day, but if I see them post something on Valentine's Day, I might heart the photo to let them know I'm watching you. I'm not doing nothing for you this weekend, but I'm watching you. You know you know what I'm doing this weekend. Um, if it's their birthday, it was a lot of birthdays this weekend. I definitely told a few people that I liked that, you know, recently have dubbed my advances because they were like, I'm not with all that shit you got going on. I said, that's fine. You know, I still think you're an attractive person. You know, I'm going to still support you in any way I can. You know, I know we're not on that level. You know, still might give a little talky-talky. Um, and then some people, if we do meet up, and if one of the people that you've been rocking with the most, if she's with the shits, you might end up having a situation that goes down and everybody has a happy ending. And I'm just going to leave it like that. So, uh, fellas, I think we need to come to a reckoning. I'm going to ask a question. And then I, okay. I I need us to answer, I need us to maybe do a a little bit so, of a, a a bro circle. So we might need to come so to a conclusion. You're not going to say what you did for the weekend, I'll, nigga. I'm, I'm chilling. Escape, I didn't, I didn't escape this conversation. I was in my house. It's COVID. <sighs> that's, that's, uh, this nigga, this nigga tried to avoid the conversation. This thing which always right? shares sure. on the podcast, and X always is. What you result. want me to share, dogs? I was in crazy. my crib I, the whole weekend. <laughs> that was crazy. it. <laughs> nigga, I watched I watched hey. Malcolm and Marie. That's what I did for Valentine's Day. I watched okay. Malcolm and Marie. Uh, all right, you know what I mean. All right, it was a it was a, a great uh one of those contemporary type of films, very artsy. Okay, I respected it. Okay. And uh, now I mean that's that that's what it was. Okay, okay. Now right. my question, distinguished. Did you get a PS Five this weekend? I didn't want one. Flo, did you get a PS Five this weekend? I'm an Xbox nigga, no. Hey, did you get an Xbox this weekend? No, I did not get no no, no type of gaming system this weekend, Fellas, sir. are we not putting it down properly? Because this has been two chances for the women in our lives to get us either an Xbox or a PlayStation. We need to have I conversation. I, don't, I just don't think it was something. I, I never asked for it. So it I never asked it wasn't for it something either. Something that I asked for, but I've um, never asked either. But you know that is the I go-to present that women try to get niggas for Valentine's Day and Christmas. For, for Valentine's Day and Christmas? Nah, really? If that's the only thing you could think of to get your man. Unless he been feeding some niggas been feeding. Niggas had Yo, been PS Five. PS Five. PS Five. <laughs> you know something's been feeding so like if you feeding and that's the only thing you've been hinting towards for the last right. six months mm-hmm. then i don't i expect her to be like all right nigga i'm gonna put these coins together and we're gonna get this 500 dollar gift for you right but <laughs> you know like if i never mentioned wanting a fucking gaming system 
and you pop up with a PS5, I'm going to be like, what? I'm going to appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I would fully wholeheartedly, but in the back of my mind, I'm going to be like, when the fuck did I say I wanted a PS5? Like, there's there's other, if you just asked me what I wanted, I would have told you what I wanted. I just wanted but to I make sure that we, to how well, we we still mm-hmm. good in these streets because, you know what I mean? You know, we don't want our oh, listeners no, 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 thinking because no. we ain't get the PS5 that we ain't putting For it down. Listeners. We putting it down. Clearly, this nigga distinguished just putting clear. something down. Just to be clear, doing. just to be clear for my listeners, a stretch limousine pulled up in front of my crib. Nigga, you think if I wanted a PS5, I wouldn't have gotten that? I would have gotten the PS5 if I wanted it. I didn't want it. Relax, sir. We need to relax. I didn't want it. You out here wild for respect. Okay. <laughs> wild for respect. Distinguished. You know what I mean? Like, if this nigga could fucking... Like, when, I on, seen, nigga. when I seen that shit pull up, I said, you know what? I must be really blessed. This nigga, this nigga thought his dick grew three inches right then and there. Thanks, right, boy. Right. Right. He said, like, Mr. Miami who? Dr. Walk- Miami who, nigga? Listen, this nigga was walking around right. with a knee wop a whole weekend. That's the level <laughs> right. of ego this nigga had like, right wow. here. That nigga, you know that mean? shit was tickling his fucking right knee the whole weekend. <laughs> but listen, That's though. The but listen, though. No. fucking ego this nigga walking around with. The moral of the story is, I think w- whether a man does that for a woman or whether a woman does that for a man, I think it does something to the dynamic of who you actually either end up with or how hard you go in a relationship. Because I was having a conversation with her, and I said, to be honest, I think when it comes to Valentine's Day, outside of the gift giving and the gift receiving, deep down inside, more women are creative in general than men when it comes to giving gifts. It's one thing to be like, I know this is what he wants or this is what she wants. It's another thing to get super creative and do some shit. Niggas just be thinking if they buy something or put it on the table and say, this is yours, that it's okay. Sometimes it's not okay, nigga. Chicks need effort, my nigga. And women, niggas need effort too. Because one, pussy is not a gift for Valentine's Day, ladies. I'm sorry. And fellas, deep down inside, if you know that you wasn't doing shit all fucking gear, and when V-Day come up and you expecting a gift, nigga, you might as well, you better off, you better off buying the PS5 yourself. I'm sorry. Deadass. I think that this year has just been a year where the holidays have been celebrated a little bit more. This is has this has been one of the more celebrated Valentine's days. And I also feel For like sure. this year I've seen more women actually going and getting gifts as well for their significant others. So, I feel like right. women are are deciding to take the opportunity for Valentine's Day to actually be like somebody's valentine as well and not just think of it in terms of like oh i'm supposed to get gifts and i'm not supposed to give anything back i think that mindset Mm -hmm. has changed over the years period so i think that we're seeing a little bit more of that and that goes to what you were saying about the more creative i just think that they're actually participating a little bit more this year not to say that they they haven't but the traditional gifts for valentine's day from women would be maybe they cook your favorite meal or um they buy might you get boxers you, yeah they might buy you some boxers or something like that or they might wear <laughs> like lingerie what? that's just been traditional right. years past but right now it's becoming a thing and then for men the traditional thing is they buy flowers and chocolate buy perfume you buy know? perfume but i think people right. are actually looking at this in terms of like nah, i'm actually gonna go get a gift gift and i'm actually gonna spoil spoil and that's what i saw this week and i saw a lot of spoiling on a new level and i thought it was dope 
to see like different couples like kind of go out of their way and really put some effort in. But um, I I think it was cool. I respect it. I respect it. I just think I don't. My mindset towards things like that is just if you're going to spoil, be consistent with your spoiling. Yeah. I agree. But it depends on it depends on your mindset when it comes to things like that. I just believe if I'm going to go out of my way to spoil, then I'm going to mm-hmm. go out of my way to be to spoil you as consistently as possible. I'm not going to wait just for Valentine's Day to spoil you that one time and I the agree. rest of the year. You know, like if you're going to spoil, but like I said, it depends on your mindset when it comes to certain things. I'm I'm not that type of nigga to go and do flowers on a bed and all that type of shit. So okay. I'm not going to do that, but leave that to me and leave that to XAB. We got you on that. We, we Y'all could you. go ahead. I'm going to spoil yeah. in different ways, and, I, right. and that's just you know my mindset is different when it comes to those things. I'm not a big flower person in general. Okay. So wait, wait, time yeah, out, time the, out. But your last name is Flowers, nigga. Hold on, oxymoron. Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, that's life. Sometimes you feel me. All right. So <laughs> now I'm not a flower nigga. Like I really don't buy flowers. Like period. Like well, my I, question I, would be: I would not be the type of nigga to buy flowers. Is your wife a flower woman, though? She is. So isn't there a bit you of fucking up, there, bro? You fucking I'm up. I'm not B-Flo. fucking up. <laughs> okay. Trust and believe. Tell, tell like us I said, how. I spoil. So would you want flowers or a trip, my nigga? What What are you going to prefer, mm. nigga? I'm not your wife. Exactly. <laughs> so is, is she complaining, my nigga? Like, is she going to complain about X these just flowers? Ask the question. X just asked the question. Or is she going to be did. content flying out? Like, we got to make decisions in life. First <laughs> like, of all, time out. Hold on. You see, hold on. Wait, see, wait, wait. Hold is, on. Hold on. You act like you can't mm-hmm. give your wife a trip and flowers, my nigga. What are we talking no, about, Flo? Because I don't do the flowers. So in, if I'm not going to do X the flowers. But X just said, does your wife like flowers? And you said, yeah, that was your first response. Yeah, but she also knows me. This is what I come down to your partner. You feel me? And we could get into this talk. You got to know We can get into it. <laughs> we can. Let's go. When your partner knows you, I know she likes flowers, but I know what she loves more than flowers. You feel me? You get where I'm going with this? You can oh, like okay. it, sure. Okay. I know that you like it. I'm, it's not like I don't know the type of person I'm with, but I also know what she's going to appreciate more than that. You feel okay. me? I love Let music, me but if you consistently buy me music equipment, I like watches too. I like other shit too. So if you get me something else that I that you also know I'm going to appreciate, then you could compensate from that end. I when just don't the- believe in buying flowers. It's a waste of money for me, and I would prefer what? to spend my money a different way. When was the last time you bought Mrs. Flowers a bouquet of roses? For her birthday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, my only, I further further questions, my only addition no to it is what sometimes what we may look at in, in terms of like a waste of time is something that they may value more. So Correct. Be, I could say that that could be similar to her saying buying you a game is a waste of time, but you might appreciate the game. Of course, you would appreciate something that, else that, more, but maybe that's just like a holdover thing, just to show, like, look, I'm appreciating you. So, like, right. but you said flowers for her birthday, that. so that's that's pretty close. Well, yeah, I mean, I look at it like this: like, am I am maybe maybe I worded it in the wrong way, but at the end of the day, I'm not the don't edit it either. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to edit it. I'm telling this okay. is the this is the truth. This is what this okay. is what the people come for. Right. Definitely. If I'm if I'm in if I'm in the store and I see a bouquet of flowers, I'm not just going to randomly buy flowers. Mm-hmm. Like there's flowers in my window downstairs right now. So flowers are being bought. Right. 
I'm just not going to buy flowers just for the sake of buying right, right, right. flowers. That I'm not going to buy a dozen roses just to buy and be like, hey, babe, right. here's a dozen roses. Right. Like, that's a complete waste of money. We also got to be, if we, first of all, nigga, <laughs> you got to also be smart about how you're going to spend your money with certain things. Like there's things that I could spend my money on for her that she's going to be able to, okay, I'm not going to buy these flowers, but I'm going to buy this crafting tool or I'm going to buy this particular thing that I know she's going to be like, holy shit, I actually needed that. Mm. You feel me? Like, what the fuck are you going to do with the flowers besides let it die a week from now and I just wasted $20 on some flowers? Mm -hmm. Well, you look at it, you look at it as a waste, but we all know deep down inside, some women, well, most women, I should say, that actually love receiving flowers, particularly roses, particularly red roses, it does something to their relationship. It does not matter if it's Valentine's Day, their birthday, a random ass day. It do, I've seen it do something. I've seen it. And it I mean, wasn't important. Right. I respect it. And for those type of women, I would never, I'm not going to argue with you, but I'm going to explain my logic behind it. Okay. You feel I me? Mean? Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to devalue the fact of, oh, you know, if you love flowers, you love flowers. But at the same time, if I could sit, if we could sit there and have a conversation and be like, yo, but what else do you like besides some fucking flowers? Like, what else do what, what else would you appreciate besides flowers? Like, if I don't get you flowers, what's the alternative for that? It's not like I'm ignoring the wants and needs. I'm just saying what would be the alternative for that? Because then you're also ignoring my thoughts and my feelings. And I think a lot of times a relationship is a is a tug and war. Well, I you got to state how you feel. Too. The only thing is, I think when it comes to gift giving, that's mostly about what you're trying to do for the other person. So you're you're not that your thoughts don't matter, but they're not as relevant as the thoughts of the person you're gifting. Like, like that's the truth. That's like, why the reason why I say that important. brings me back to the when mm -hmm. Will Smith said, "I bought a house for Jada." And then it, I thought it was going to make her the happiest person in the world. And then when she got to the house, she basically said, this isn't what I wanted. I didn't want, I didn't want you to build me this house. You didn't even ask me what, what type of house I would want. And so I, it just brings me back to that in terms of like, sometimes I think we, we do things thinking that we're servicing our partner, um, but we're, we're not bringing into the situation what they're saying mm -hmm. that they need. So not on your situation specifically, but if you but have a partner, I was going to add. Uh huh. I was going to add to that. A lot of times, if I'm like, "Yo, what do you want?" and you're going to hit me with, "Just go get some." You see, a lot of the times, a woman puts men in predicament, and, I, and I'm really not trying to generalize it, but at the same time, it's like we do ask questions, very specific questions, mm -hmm. a lot of times, and we get put in gray areas with. That's a fact. Not clear answers, <laughs> and then when we go and make the decision, nigga we getting flustered. But that's not what I really want. I'm not getting flustered. These are the facts. These are realities. These are real realistic situations, and all of us has been in that predicament where you ask a question and you be like, "Yo, like, what do you want?" And then it's a that is a bare it's not fact. a clear answer, and now you got to make a decision. And when you make that said decision, you get hit. Well, that's not what I really want. Well, and you're like, but I asked you what you want. I learned I learned that the hard way two years ago. I was in a relationship and I bought my partner a gift that I thought she wanted and she didn't want it. And I was told to return it back to the store. That's a, and that that's shit, a dagger. That shit, that shit fucked yeah, that, me that's, up. 
That shit fucked me that's, up. That's heavy. a hard reality. That's a dagger. And it made me, it made me look at gift giving differently because I always thought that I, you know, was a sentimental giver despite how much money I was making or how much money I wasn't making. I thought, I, I thought up until that point that I was a sentimental giver. And I guess for however long we was in a relationship, she felt as though at that particular moment, I just should have known at that point what she actually wanted. She, I think, indirectly felt like she didn't have to verbalize it anymore. So when I took the gift back, the store owners was like, that was a brand new item. I said, no, it's not about it being brand new. They just didn't want it. It was like, oh, damn. And... I didn't know what to do. Like, I, I felt like I fucked up their birthday because I was like, I don't know what to give you now. Because um, if I give you money, I still didn't give you a gift. So I don't know. That's an ego yeah, check I'm for a, sure. Uh, I, I'm a firm believer in asking. I love to. Yo, well, what do you want? I ask what now. What like? Yeah, I, I ask now, to <laughs> be honest. I think this thing was making like like a good point, though, because sometimes asking doesn't put you in the right place to not. I mean, obviously, it depends on your partner, but there are some partners right. that I do know. If you ask them, they're looking at you like, "Well, you should know." They look at you annoyed. Yeah, they look at you annoyed. You should know right. by this Fuck point. You should know, bitch. <laughs> I know you like seven different things. I'm not finna buy those seven different things. Niggas ain't balling out of control. So tell me what you would like the most, or give me like I've over the years I've gotten to a yo. Sh- tell me three things that you would like, and then I'll decide whatever I know I could afford or what I think I want. What I think I could get. But I really am not into the, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to just buy it. Because you end up buying something that you're like, yo, this is cool. I think she's going to love this shit. And you bring it. And she's just like, thank you. And you're looking at her like, this is not what you wanted? (laughs) So, like, you end up in those predicaments. And that would check your ego fast. Oh, yeah, it did. Because after that conversation, I was just like, you know, the next time you actually want something for your birthday... Just tell me what it is that you want. And unfortunately, that was the last time I was able to buy her something for her birthday because that was the last time that we was together for her birthday. Simple as that. That's just just how it went. That's just how it went, man. I don't know about y'all, but I like being told what I'm about to get or being asked what I'm going to get. I don't really care what I get. Nah, I like to surprise. I like to to get people stuff that they didn't know that I was paying attention to. I like like coming out of the, the cut and being like, you know what I mean? I like that too. How you didn't? How you knew I like this? So I do a bunch of research. I do a bunch of. Sometimes I'll ask, but asking for me is kind of like I might ask in the begin, like very, like early, early on, just to get an idea. Um, or I'll ask if it's like just crunch time, and right, like I don't have the time to do certain research. But for the most part, I like to figure out what someone that I'm dating likes the most and just surprise them with it. Make them not even know that I'm I'm getting that specific thing. So oftentimes I'll do with flow what you said, and I'll be like, "Yo, what what are like the top three things that you want, or five things that you want?" And either I'll get something from that list, or if I know that there's something they want even more than that, but they just didn't put it on that list for whatever reason, maybe they didn't want to burden me or whatever the case is, then I'll surprise them with something like that. Or if I do end up getting a gift that is on the list of things that they they said they wanted because they might be expecting it, I try to circumvent it with something else that they didn't expect but gift giving is definitely important um more important than we think sometimes 
um, but not in the reason or way that people may assume. It's not about getting bags and spending a lot of money or whatever, but I feel like gift giving is another way of just saying I know my partner and I know I know what they need or I know what they want. And those two things I think are important because as Flo is saying, I might get something that you need more than something mm-hmm. that you want. Um, but I have to know that that need is also something that you want to some extent. Like I'm not just going to get you something I think you need and you ha- don't want that at all. You not even, that's right. not a gift. You don't even consider it a gift. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if I know that it's something that you need that you would truly, truly appreciate, I might go for that gift over the, the one that you want, but it brings you no value. So I understand that aspect of it too. But there are times where it's just like, it isn't even about the need. It, it, they really just want this one thing or they want something in this mm-hmm. realm. And just, I got to just stay in that realm because that's what they want. Um, but it's a mix. You got to mix it up. You got to mix it up with need that and want. Definitely got to mix it up, man. You know what I mean? So um, I had another question for you. So what are the gifts though for niggas? Because we don't really talk about that. And like I said, I've seen a lot of that this year. What are, What do you consider good gifts for niggas for Valentine's Day? I'm going to keep it 100. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I like. And when I say I don't know, it's not because there's not things that I don't like that I know I would want for Valentine's Day. No, I honestly do not know what would be considered a good gift for Valentine's Day. That's what I mean when I say I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Besides the typical cologne and stuff like that, I, I don't really know either because... I'm not expecting an extravagant gift. Right. You know I'm I mean? in the like, same boat I'm with D-Flow. Yeah, like, I'm not expecting, like, if you're going to go all out for Valentine's Day, then my birthday got to be all. <laughs> like, you can't you can't blow me out the walls for fucking Valentine's Day and for my my birthday comes around and you get me a box of ties. Like, I don't, I don't see how that correlates. You can give those like, boxes of ties much, to me, sir. Thank you. But I, I'm just saying, like, I would be much, like, for Valentine's Day, if you get me something simple... I would more so appreciate that than for you to go all out for Valentine's Day and then my birthday swings around where I'm really expecting something nice and I don't get nothing, you know, or you now you got to go out, out your way. At some point, I, I'll also be like, this is a bit much. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I'll, I know at some point I'll be like, all right, like, this is a lot. But for Valentine's Day, yeah, I think, um, you know, a nice watch or cologne or um, something around that type of realm, like something small, but that's useful still. You feel me? Like, I think that's, that's nice. Definitely not sex is out the question. And um, even sometimes like what distinguishes like, take me out. Yeah. Like I'll like it's natural. that like, we'll buy the. You see those posts. You see those but, posts. Yeah, like what, but, but take me out. Like, you know, yeah. I I think that's something like a lot of men would actually appreciate their woman to do. Yeah, like, you, you know, see you what's pack going up on D Flow in twenty twenty one. You you see the vibes on on a page, man. You know, it's about men this year, man. Because last year, before X goes, last year I'm not gonna say his name because I love him, a lot of respect. But last year, somebody told me on my page, you are gender pandering. So I was like, what the fuck does this mean? So I had to do some research. And I was like, what the fuck does gender pandering mean? Then when I did the research, I was like, oh, I get it. 
deep down inside, you want me to post how you want me to post about what I'm posting about. So a nigga regarding... called you a simp, and then you called me a simp in the beginning of the, of the, of the episode. That's what we're doing? Here, here we go. <laughs> Technically, he called me a simp. But what I was getting at was this, though. I was, like, getting at... I think it's important for us to ask certain questions to men directly about what they do to women. But then I realized men get tight. And it's like, why are you getting mad? And then he was like, I'm getting mad because it's like you always asking these questions directly to men. What about women? So now that I'm loving up on women and shit and I'm saying black women is black, then it was like, well, what about the men? I was like, well, nigga, but what about my dick? Like, what? What's the problem? Like I don't, I don't get it. And like, people and just the other, going to state their situation, man. Like I, I was just so confused. Like, what is the issue here? So what about my dick? I'm at I a point. You to relax. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm at a point now where I think there is a lot of men, black but men specifically. Deep down inside, they want a lot of luxurious and elaborate things, D Flow. But deep down inside, here we go. Here we go. You're an average nigga. Oh my. You're average. She, your wife, your significant other, your girlfriend, settled. And somewhere in life, probably pass upon a good nigga like me. Or XAB or some other nigga to listen to the podcast that knows he's a good nigga. Well, for respect. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, (laughs) deep down inside, your relationship is holding on to a thread. Now, I can't speak on things I don't know, but I'm going to speak on things I do know. (laughs) Somebody's house is in trouble. And I'm not talking about the bear going inside to eat the porridge. Somebody's house is in trouble. Instead of watching my page, watch your bedroom. All right? And that's all I got to say. I'm talking about the nation. So before we leave this Valentine's conversation, have you ever had a situation where you had a Valentine in mind only for Valentine's Day to come up and find out they had a Valentine? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Would you like to? Would you like to go into detail? And I've also done it to people. Would you? Would you? And, and I've also done it to people as well. You just had to throw that part in there. One for respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, would you like to go into a, a scenario? You know, you're the best storyteller on the on the pod. <laughs> well, in my young, in my younger days, about five, six, four, five years ago, um, definitely had a. <laughs> definitely had a six, four, five. Definitely had a Valentine that. She told me, hey, um, you can meet up with me in the city. So I said, all right, cool. At this time, I wasn't driving like that. I was going to John Jay College. She was going to John Jay College. I said, all right, cool. I'm going to hop on the bus because I don't drive. I'm on the bus. I'm halfway to the train station. Oh, shucks. I'm so sorry, um, Hannah. Um, we're not going to be able to do tonight's date. I said, what happened? Something came up. I was like, damn, this is like the third time she done flaked on a nigga. Mm. But I was a little tight because I was already on a bus about to hop on the train. So I think maybe a week or a few weeks after that, 
think I had seen some photos of something that happened online. This uh this was like, you know, maybe 2013-ish, 2012-ish. She was like, no, actually, this was like 2011. And she was like, yeah, um, that was just me and my friend. Come to find out that nigga was actually uh, on the verge of becoming a man, then actually became a man. More of the story mm-hmm. is, that's why I always have, it's mm-hmm. going to be bad to say this, I always have two in the chamber. Because somebody out there lying to you, and they thinking that you just, you're not the only Valentine, my nigga. Yeah, you're not. Okay? You just a nigga that she want to see to get a free meal from. You're not going to be the one blowing her back out. All right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nathaniel. That's not going to be you. Yeah, I, I found out um, some, sometimes I've, I've found out through in the social media era where maybe it was like, oh, I was talking to somebody and they really made it seem like they were single, single. And then Valentine's mm. Day popped up and they wasn't answering or whatever. Right. And then you check the story real quick. Right. they out there out there now the one thing i will say because i know there's some of our women listeners who are thinking to themselves well if you didn't make plans you can't be mad at the fact that another nigga did and that is absolutely true all i'm saying is there have been times where you definitely vibing with someone you like oh you know what i mean i'm trying to surprise them with a valentine's day xyz and when valentine's day pops up they surprise you with the fact that they got another Valentine. <laughs> so Well, not to take it off of Valentine's, but me, me, me and the good brother XAB, we had a conversation about a particular person last week. And we had an understanding. And me and this person, we have an arrangement that's supposed to happen. Now, if this was like a Valentine's Day situation, I don't think I would have to be the one to say this is what I want to do. But I've seen people say they like people and then people set up plans and then they don't tell them up front, I don't want you to plan it. I want your nigga to plan it because I like your nigga more. People are not as transparent as they should be Mm. via Valentine's Day. That is a good point. Women lie. Women lie all the time. And that's unfortunate that they do that. Men lie too. Yeah, but I feel like if a woman knows a man actually likes her, and he's willing to spend money on her. And she already knows in the back of her mind, she already has a Valentine set up. This nigga is on, the, he, he thinks that he got a real shot. And all she has to tell him right there, you know what? I'm actually seeing somebody. Or I got a Valentine. Or Don't tell the nigga, because this is a textbook, what I'm about to say, fellas. Don't tell the nigga the inbox. I'm actually really not dating right now. I just kind of went through a bad breakup a few months ago. You're, you're, you're probably telling the truth, but deep down inside, you got a nigga on the side. Stop lying. Just tell me you don't want me to be the nigga to take you out on Valentine's Day. You want the other nigga that just came through because you was fucking with the nigga prior to your breakup two months ago. Just tell me that. Don't let me see the photos online because you know I'm going to be a little tight. And then when I see you, in per- oh, that was just my friend, distinguished Dan. That, that was just your friend. That's crazy. Yo, I be hating when shorties be saying that, son. Shorties be, that's crazy. Shorties be sloppy topping yeah. a whole nigga on the yeah. side, boy. Crazy. Well, that's just my friend. You know, he just right. be, you know, he we just be hanging out and jaw dropping the whole time, well, boy. Well, that be son, the thing. Listen. That's definitely something I, I would say happens a little more consistently from my experience. Is <laughs> definitely, I think a lot of times when women have their options open, they make it seem like they're a little bit more available 
than than the actual situation may occur. They may be a whole nigga that they got into an argument with, and right. he's actually someone that she wants to be with. But because they got into right. an argument, she's acting like she's single just to get the nigga upset. I don't think, Correct. from my experience at least, not a lot of my niggas have ever done something like that where they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna be trash. with a chick to see if I can get my girl upset." Because we get stabbed for stupid shit like that. We- oh yeah, facts. <laughs> you end up, you you act, act never in the done ER. that a day in my life. Yeah, you gotta end up in the ER. Uh, that ain't that uh, ain't gonna work for you if you a nigga. Yeah. But definitely, I, that that would not work. From my experience, women often seem more available than what's actually happening, and then some niggas get caught up. Some niggas right. put their whole heart and soul thinking that this is going the way that they thought it was. And then they find out that they was just the 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 bored nigga. When I'm bored, I hit you up. <laughs> That's it. And I've learned, and I've learned from past fuck ups that I've been doing within the last few months. When that happens, fellas, you have to fall the fuck back. If you're giving more energy to the shorty, texting, asking how your day was, y'all about to go to the store. Do you need something? Hey, I know you're getting your nails done this weekend. Do you need $40? I mean, I send it to you. If she's on some, <laughs> no, it's okay. You don't have to do that. No, really. No, it's all right. And then you do that shit. You're not expecting something from her in like a monetary gain, at least not right then and there. However, you're expecting some type of reciprocity. You're expecting her to hit you up every once in a while and say how your day was, you know, what do you have for breakfast. But if you don't get that and you've been doing this consistently for like five, six weeks, you need to allow her to hit you up when she wants to hit you up. Hence, going back to what X said, she's going to hit you up when she's bored. When the other nigga's fucking up, when the other nigga's out of bounds, he shot at the uh, the foul line, he missed two buckets. They about to lose the game, but she got faith in her nigga that he going to come back around. She's waiting for you, though, to probably do something a little bit overdramatic. Then she's going to hit you with the, watch this, fellas, watch this. This is textbook, fellas. I hope you're listening. No nigga never did this for me before. Oh, my God. And that's when you say, okay, that's what's up. Don't believe it. She's lying. She's lying. I just think it's very important, uh, the, the the first point that you made in terms of, like, if, if you realize that <clears throat> you're putting in a lot of effort, at some point you got to realize back. to fall back because... It, that's how you end up getting invested in quote unquote feeling like you got played. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. You're yeah, going to you feel like you got played and you sometimes it's not that you got played. You played yourself. Like you, right. you continue down the road. There's clearly signs that something ain't right. What ain't right. Yeah, She wasn't playing back. <laughs> sometimes it's like what ain't right. Ain't for us to figure out. It's just something ain't right. So you, you once you right. realize something ain't right, just take your L Go about your business and let it rock. You don't need to sit there and continue trying and trying. Like, that's definitely be something I've I've learned as well. Uh, or I practice. Not that I learned. I learned that a long time ago, but I practice no, more. No, I learned. I, I, I just learned it. So I got to practice like you. I just yeah, I've practiced that where I'm giving, I'm hitting shorty up. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting that much of a response or, or maybe the conversation was great. Yeah, it was great Damn. in the beginning, but it's not. And it's just acting a little, it's, it's waning off. Now, granted, this is more about, more. this is about, like, when it's new. You can't do this shit when you, like, have solidified something with somebody. Because that's when it flips. Right. That's when if you start not to give attention, it makes the situation worse. But if you're right. dating or talking to somebody 
and it's fresh and they're not giving you the same type of play, you got to fall back. And if... if oh, let's issue a challenge, bro. Let's issue a challenge. We challenge all niggas listening to this right now. The shorter you talking to, go into your text messages, bro. If your text messages has majority text from you, Playboy, fall, fall back. back. If you Yo, double text. Oh, that is a good challenge. <laughs> That's a good challenge. If you go in that motherfucking message, bro, and for every time she answers you, you have four to five messages, fall back. Fall back. Mm. Speaking of yeah. challenges, a nigga broke up with his girl because she did the bus it challenge. I'm going to read the post I def- real quick. I definitely saw that shit. So it Great. says, so a man broke up with his woman for doing the bus it challenge after he asked her not to. Is he tripping for leaving her and not letting her do the challenge? Or was she tripping for doing the challenge anyway, despite what he said? How do y'all feel about so, that? So it's twofold, right? The first part of it is he actually thought he had a say in what she does. I think he played himself. She probably knew all along, I'm going to let you think what you say to me is going to fly because we together but I'm going to let you know you have no power over what I decide to do on a public platform. So she took that out. And so maybe for him, that was an ego check. The other part of it is deep down inside, she probably was waiting for an opportunity to do something like this. Because why is it so easy for her to do it and and not, you know, at least listen to what he's saying? And then why is it also so fragile for them to just be like, all right, cool, well, the relationship is over. I'm dead. It's, it's over. Yeah, I was mean, he, for me, was, I think. Was if- he more insecure? If if you have a conversation with your significant other and they specifically ask you not to do something and you do it anyway, I don't know. You know I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I'm I You know who wears the pants. She wears the pants, bro. She wears the I pants. I mean, it's not even about who wears the pants or not, but you're blatantly like you may not care about what I'm asking and bringing to the table. Now, obviously, it depends. You can't ask something extreme of someone and be like, don't eat food for a week because I told you or some shit. Obviously, I'm not going to that extreme because that's controlling and manipulating. But if mm-hmm. we're having a conversation about the busted challenge, you like, hey, babe, how you feel about me doing the busted challenge? And then I explain to you, like, uh, honestly, I, I ain't really rocking with it because I feel like uh, X, Y, and Z. Now, granted, this is not me. I'm not going to. I don't care if you do a busted challenge. XAB. Me neither. He don't care. Yeah, I don't, I but, don't care. I can see a situation where we're talking about something that maybe I do care about and you like, like maybe your ex comes into town and he's like, yo, I want to take you to dinner and you bring it to me like, yo, my ex is in town. We, we left off really cool. Um, but he said he wants to take me to dinner. And even, even that, you know, me, I'm a little bit liberal in certain aspects, but let's say I'm bothered by that. And I'm like, "Uh, I'm, I don't really, I'm not cool with that. And you still go to dinner with the nigga? That's a that's a sticky situation, dog. They still they still go to dinner, bro. They fucking just know that. I'm I'm as, as as the as the married nigga boy. Listen, if we have a conversation, and my wife tells me she's trying to do the busset challenge, which she did, she did. It. She was just like, "Hey, that's just cute." I'm like, "It's a dub. It's dubs all the way, friend." dubs to the bottom of the earth listen i think it comes down to there's a few different things to it for me personally one certain things for me at the end of the day comes down to how i want people to view my like 
that's not a comfortable thing for me to have other like knowing that it's gonna be other niggas just blatantly watching my wife. Right. That's that's just right. that. I'm not comfortable with that. Not willingly. Like nigga, if she's out and about, that's one thing. But you're gonna right. post something on a public platform for other people to do that, that's not a comfort zone for me. If she am I gonna divorce my wife because she does the puzzle challenge? No. Is it gonna be an argument? For sure. We we finna argue about this, but I'm gonna leave her in hell. No, I mean it's just, it's it is what it is. Like, so, so you can't so stop her. What is the problem, though? Speaking as the married man, for her to do it, knowing that it's a challenge, and you know challenges come and go. You guys made a commitment forever. That's forever. We did make a commitment forever, bro. But would she want me rubbing my rubbing my meat online, like like walking around, like? At the end of the day, is how you want the public to view. Why would I want niggas thirsting for my wife? Why would I? Why would I want it to be like openly in that, there? In that particular moment, good brother, it wasn't about D Flow. It was about it was about your wife. I also would say the Buster Challenge didn't start off about like niggas. It was that was right. Nigga, no, niggas niggas started women. to go look at but it. But we know there's pervy niggas out there, though. There's pervy we, niggas right, out there every day, like though. don't know. She could be going, she could there be in the train station. Yeah, hence the reason, hence the reason I wouldn't be comfortable with my wife posting suggestive pictures online either. I don't like, know. I don't know. Not, that's not a thing know. for me. Per- I'm not, I, at the end of the day, like I tell you, like everybody has their thing, but if I didn't meet you that way and you start to do it, I'm gonna be like, so what are we doing this for now? Well, yeah, I mean, I understand that. Didn't do this. Not something you did before. I mean, I I understand like, that, but change? challenges gets a little tricky because you don't know what challenge might spark. Like, oh, I like this. So that's that's like a little bit of a difference in change of behavior. Like, yeah. if like I'm definitely changing behavior is something to consider. Like, if if your wife or someone that you're speaking to all of a sudden starts acting way different then yeah, I definitely agree that that, that might be uh, a, a place of concern. But if it's something like a, a challenge that happens on TikTok or whatever, I just think it becomes a little bit more of a tricky um, situation. Certain, and obviously it's different for everyone, but certain challenges is different, bro. Like there's mad challenges that, that are out there, but <laughs> you're going to decide to do it on the busset challenge or the silhouette challenge. You ain't going to do none of them other wacky-ass challenges on TikTok, but you're choosing to do these ones. And like I said, is it mm. is it a detrimental part of mm. something that's going to bother me to the point where, like, yo, like, you're wilding. Am I going to be annoyed about it? Yeah. Am I going to encourage it? That's not something I would encourage in my relationship, right, right, right. but can I stop her from doing it? No, of course not. I would feel some type of way about it, but at the end of the day, women are going to do what they want to do. It's the same thing for me. If there's something I want to do, there's something I want to do. I'm <laughs> not saying this is happening in your marriage, but I'm going to put the marriage officiant hat on right now from the people that I've been talking to about marriages and people getting ready. I have some concerns for some of my future clients because I think there's a lot of suppression that's been happening prior to them even wanting to get married. People have lost themselves in their relationships and the the e- either the man or the woman will tell me, you know, distinguish. And then the other day they were acting out. And then I'm like, are they acting out? Because you don't like what they're doing. 
Or are they acting out because you actually know who this person is? Because maybe they used to do this thing, whatever the thing is, and they noticed you kept getting mad, but that's kind of how you met them or that's kind of how you found them. And to appease you, to not make you feel a certain way, to make you not feel like they cheating or whatever, they stopped doing this thing that made them so happy and, and free and so liberated. And then when they want to do it again, you say they acting different. And I'm learning for some people, it's a control thing. I see you a certain way as my partner, even if this is how I met you doing this thing. But when you start doing this other thing, now I don't see you like that no more. Now it's like you for the fucking streets. Even though I know this thing makes you feel like yourself. Like you feel free That's a very, you see, that's a very, 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 very big difference. If I, okay. met, if I met my partner, and let's say my partner is a dancer. She's a choreographer. She mm-hmm. loves dancing. Or fuck it, we Caribbean. I met my partner at a fet. I know this shorty, she always at the fets. Right. Shaking, partaking, boy, busting right. it, doing the whole she into that stuff. And all of a sudden, when we get married, she's like, Yo, I'm gonna go party this weekend. And I'm like, Hold on, Shorty Prince. I married you at the Fet. Man, mind you, I met you at the Fet with booty shorts on. This is you. This is how you do it. Labor Day weekend, you know, swimsuit on. This is what you do. This is what you love doing. This is what I know you love to do. Mm-hmm. After we get married, I'm not, mm-hmm. me personally, I'm not gonna stop that. But if prior to us being married, you ain't never been to a fet a day in your motherfucking life, and all of a sudden, you talking about going to go fet in bathing suits and shit, and I'm not even a fet nigga. So now you all of a sudden you a fet is a is a thing for you now. I'm going to question it. I don't know. I and and I think you have a point. But I'm saying I don't know if it's even a smart thing to say, to, to question, because what if deep down inside they always wanted to do it? Even then if you didn't see them doing it before. But that's the point, though. You got to relationships and marriages, bro, is communication. If okay. you can't communicate to me accurately, because at the end of the day, I have a right to question that. You're my partner. What you do in the streets also represent me. Okay. Uh, okay. You feel me? So at the end of the day, what what I do in the street representing you and vice versa. It's a it's a it's a partnership. I think a lot of the times we go into relationships and we become idealistic about what we want. But relationships mm. is built on how the fuck we meet in the middle. Right. And what we could do to make this shit last. Okay. The relationship ain't gonna last if niggas ain't trying to compromise. If it's just all about what you want and not also about what the fuck I want, then we'll never fucking work. And if that's the case, why the fuck are we in the relationship? Then I deuces. hear you, but just from the conversations I have and I guess how I'm navigating in this new space, talking to people, trying to give advice, counsel, whatever, whatever they call it. I think there's a lot of things that we should probably not turn a blind eye to. But we should just keep in the back of our mind and say, you know what? I'm not going to question it off rip or I'm not going to say nothing about it off rip or I'm not going to assume that they're doing something new, D-Flow, 
because they're doing it um, in front of me or they're doing it now that I see them doing it, but maybe they were always doing it and they just never did it in front of their partner. Maybe they always talked a certain way you walked in on a conversation that they had. They just never did it in front of D-Flow. Maybe they, you know, looked a certain way or dressed a certain way in certain places but never posted it or never disclosed it because their partner never saw it. So is that them acting different? Is that them now having to explain this other persona that is perceived a persona from somebody who didn't see it, even though you've been in this relationship for X amount of years? Yeah. Do they owe you that? They do. Okay. Now, my last question is, if they owe you that and you don't like what you hear, what do you do with the relationship? It's either I compromise or I don't. And it's I not think that complicated. Chance, and I think chances are you're not going to compromise because you're going to feel jaded. You're going to feel blindsided because you're going to think you don't know this person fully because you haven't seen whatever it is that they say fully. And that's I think the point that's, of love, bro. Uh, if you love them, you will fucking compromise. Listen. Okay. Let's let's not overcomplicate the re- the reality of the situation, bro. If I'm okay. living with you and we're together and we're going to make this work, mm-hmm. and you're exposing a side of you that I am not aware of, mm-hmm. I do think it's fair that you explain that and make me comprehend it. Mm-hmm. If okay. if all right, simple, simple, simple thing. You don't like drugs. And all of a sudden, I start smoking weed. You never knew me as someone who smoked weed prior to this. And now I'll be like, no, no, no. Back in high school, I used to smoke all the time. I know you don't fuck with weed. I know you don't like weed. In fact, you've told me multiple times you don't like people who smoke weed. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I pop. I'm like, no, no, no. Back in high school, I used to light up all the time. You know, it's just something I want to get back into. So... How how are we moving forward? Because you know I don't like that. That's a good point. I think I think overall <laughs> there becomes an issue when one partner starts to feel like they have a lack of freedom. And so mm-hmm. when when certain things do arise, whether it was something that they loved a long time ago and they, maybe they found a new love in it, I, I, I hear you. Um, and I agree in terms of it should spark some type of interest in you and y'all should have a conversation. I think where the problem may occur is if your partner now feels like the freedom is being taken from them when you do show that you have a form of discontent with this behavior. If you tell them, and that's what I was getting at. That part right there is going to be worse than you actually feeling some type of way about it. Because that part is going to change the entire course of the relationship. But that's the point. It's, it's for you to figure. Bro, if if my shorty comes and my shorty's like, I want to do the busted chance and I'm like, I would love to go to the strip club. Now what? Let's 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 have this that you see, you see where I'm going. Like it, it has to work. Yeah, it's in just a, a little bit of a false equivalency. I, I see the overall point, but in that scenario, it's a little bit of a, a like they, one thing kind of outvalues the other. Like one is a TikTok challenge, the other is going slapping women's asses and stuff like that. Like there's a little right. bit of a difference there. But the overall point, I I agree with in terms of yeah, if it's like yo something, um, like you start doing some stuff and. 
your your partner is doing something that you don't want them to do, and then it's like, well, what do I get to do that you know that you don't like? And if it's nothing, then it's like, well, where's the compromise? I understand that compromise part of it. I think the I think that where the the issue lies is again not in terms of compromising, but in terms of if my disdain is visible and clearly I'm making it uncomfortable for you to now do the busted challenge. So you decide you don't want to do it. Now I don't feel free in this relationship. Like if I'm the, the person who wants to do the, the busted challenge, I may compromise. I might seem like a version of compromising, but I'm also compromising myself for you. And that's cool. But there are some times where that compromising of self now makes me evaluate. And I'm talking more so in a marriage, it might be a little bit different depending on how people value the, the vows of marriage. But in a relationship or a dating, now me compromising myself to please you is going to make me question why am I, why am I with you? Big facts. Now, in the dating world, I, hey, it's, it's no holds barred, man. You do whatever you want to do. And I, I think at the, at the end of the day, I have to make this very, very, very clear for the listeners. You don't, Nobody can control what you're doing. But if something makes me uncomfortable, as your partner, I have the right to express that. I will express my discomfort. If I don't and I sit there and be quiet, that leads to other things. And then you become a passive person. And that only makes things worse. Voice of your so, discomfort is, is great. In this scenario... He voices his comfort. She did it, and then he broke up with her. That's wild. I I hundred percent agree. So, that's yeah, wild. that's you my only point. Up? That's that's wild. is where yeah, it leads wild. to some form of retribution. Like, of course, you could be like, I don't, I don't like the way you did X, Y, and Z. That's across the board because that's the only way you grow in the relationship together or you grow apart. You got to find out what y'all like together and what y'all don't like together. Sometimes there are things that y'all don't like together that later down the road you learn to love together, and sometimes. You don't like certain things and it it's noted and then too many of those things add up and it's like, I don't want to be in a relationship with you because maybe I liked you physically, maybe I liked you mentally, but in a relationship, in a union, we don't work. We argue too much. We do this. Mm-hmm. You want to live this type of life. I want to live that type of life. It don't, it doesn't work. But in terms of like, yo, I just brought this up, um, but now like you did it and now I'm causing you some type of discomfort because you did it now we're in a space i think where okay now it's like all right you know what i won't do none of these challenges no more over time that's going to build up to now make someone feel like what the fuck am i doing i'm not even being myself in this shit and i think i do Mm -hmm. think that that's how a lot of marriages do end up in divorce is because Uh, one person feels like whatever it is about themselves they can't be free with that other individual about whether it's challenges or not, they're suppressing. That's what I think distinguishes original point. They're suppressing a version of themselves because they don't feel free being that version. And then that becomes an issue later down the road. Um, But I agree with you, Flo. Like you have the right to bring it up because the only way the relationship will last. That's the only way. And if at the end of the day, if I know this is something that you really, really want to do, forget the challenges part, but in general, if it comes down to something that I know is an integral, like if you've expressively made yourself clear, like, yo, 
Like, I really want to do this. At some point, mm-hmm. this is where the compromise flips. If you know that's going to make your partner happy, you got to just eat it sometimes. Like, I bet. Like, if you really want to be with that person, you're going to make it work. That's a fact. Whether or not you like it. The point is making them understand that you don't like it. But if they made it clear that that's something that they really want to try, then okay. Yeah, so yeah, we're gonna get out. We're gonna yeah. get out of this love and relationship stuff. We've been here yeah. for a minute. Um, but before we do, you know what I mean? We gotta just make sure the people understand. It's Valentine's Day. All right. Fuck a different tonight. Do know something I mean? different. Spice it up tonight. What? Eat ass tonight. Eat pussy tonight if you don't regularly eat pussy. Try something different. Do like the movies. Let's go whipped cream. Let's go whipped cream. Let's go banana nuts. Pie. Let's go banana sliced bile. Let's go strawberry chocolate syrup. Let's go. Let's do something different for the ladies. Who man. is I'm this? Tired of y'all niggas. The ladies be complaining about y'all niggas, man, and y'all sex, man, respectfully. They be not feeling the way y'all niggas be fucking. Try something different. Put it in the air. Leave her there. Spin her around. Eat a pussy. Spin her <laughs> through the room. You feel me? I don't care if you meet her at the club tonight, man. Make her take a shower, then eat her ass and a pussy. If you live with your mother, tell mommy, relax. Tonight is my night, man. Go do what you gotta do. Give mom a little buck, let her do what she like to do. But make sure you do Yo. something different tonight. Explore. This this nigga went viral last year with that, but... But yeah, Yo. you know, Valentine's Day passed, but... You know what I mean? It, it's still not too late to, to do it a little different. But getting into our entertainment conversations um, and then trying to wrap it up. Dave Chappelle, he he won. Seems like he won. I'm going to let Dave tell the story, though. Um, Old people what my beef was with Comedy Central. I never talked about it. I demanded that the network pay me. Many of my peers laughed at me. So... Because that's a ridiculous thing to demand. They said, well, you signed the contract, so what are you even mad about? Here's the thing. I'm very good at minding my own business. And the trick to minding your own business is knowing what is your business. And these people that talk about me, these cowards that rejoice... Well, they don't understand what greatness looks like. I never asked Comedy Central for anything. If you remember, I said, I'm going to my real boss and I came to you because I know where my power lies. I asked you to stop watching the show and thank God Almighty for you. You did. You made that show worthless because without your eyes, it's nothing. And when you stop watching it, they called me, and I got my name back, and I got my license back, and I got my show back, and they paid me millions of dollars. Thank you wow. very much. Wow. Oh, shit. When I took 12 that's years different. off, you put me right back oh, on different. top when I came back. I couldn't thank you enough. You have kept me free. I have not had to do... What so many of my colleagues have to do because of you. I have Yeah, so two weeks ago I put a special wow. out. I called I think for us that's different. What do y'all feel like in terms of pressure 
and kind of like, how do we get companies to realize the value of a product? Because that's what I'm hearing there. He, he had to make Comedy Central realize the value of the product being that the value is really him and not the fugazi contracts that they be making niggas sign. Like we could play mm-hmm. all the, all, like that's one thing about COVID and quarantine in 2020 <laughs> that really kind of is evident now. It's like we could play all the games of getting the best lawyers and this, that, and the third, but it's really about the real simple shit, the people supply and demand. And I think we're in this space where people can do shit like what Dave, Dave Chappelle just did. So like, what do you think is, is behind that? Behind the source of um, getting companies I to think, realize that? I mean, I, t- I tell people all the time, I know I'm still growing and I'm still learning a lot of business things. Um, I feel like this year in particular is probably going to be my best business year ever in terms of growing uh, capital and collaborations. What I will say is we got to stop listening to people, whether they're in business or not in business. If you know you got a good fucking product and you know you're the sole reason why that product is good, what Dave Chappelle did was simple. He bet on himself. He said, yo, if you love me, if you love me, not the show, if you love me as the individual, the visionary, you will stop watching the Dave Chappelle show. He believed in himself. He said, fuck the product. We know the the product's good, but where it's at, it's bad. It's at a bad distributor. Mm. We got to shut down the distribution. If we shut down the distribution, they're not going to be able to, 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 to feed what they've been feeding. And you're not going to be able to feed them to keep their fucking lights on. They're going to need me. And I, I, I say it all the time on the show. When people do stupid shit one day in life, be very careful. You may need the person you did the stupid shit to. And that is what Dave Chappelle did. That motherfucker won twice over. God bless him. Yeah, distinguish something that up, man. At the end of the day, the power isn't in the content. It's if the fans rock with the individual. They fuck, yeah, they fuck with him to death. You feel know I me? Mean? So, and that's the beautiful thing of social media, man. When you could reach out to the consumer directly, fuck the company. Right. At the end of the day, the, the company only has but so much power. The power really lies within your relationship with that fan. Mm-hmm. If you could touch the fan and deal with the fan directly... Content is always going to be there. You feel me? Like, in, that you could always create new content. But what Dave did was the smart thing to do. He went directly to who his boss was, and that's the people. He crippled. They are the ones. He crippled hmm? Comedy Central. You guys know that, right? They, they crippled from that shit. That's never happened before. <laughs> it's never happened. I mean, it's just, I think more and more labels, not, not labels, but more and more major companies are just realizing that Back in the day, they controlled. They were the one monopolizing. Like you had to rely on them to get the content out. Now that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You could deal with the people directly. And I think most of the times nowadays, a lot of big companies are realizing that they got to, the, the game is changing. It's not the way it was before. It's no longer slave masters. We're partners and we're business partners. And mm-hmm. that's that. Now, how do you we get consumers? That's where we're at now. Like, how do we get consumers to value the product to the to the point where they understand that if I'm telling you, yo, this is what needs to happen in order to make X, Y and Z go a certain type of way that they're willing to be like, you know what, I'm not going to watch and I'm not going to buy 
this product that I really want because I know the value of it to the individuals involved and the value of the product in general. Because I think that that also plays a part in what's happening here is like the consumers also said this product is valuable and we know how valuable it is, but we also want this person to have control of that value. But how do we get consumers Authenticity. there? Authenticity. They, in Dave Chappelle's particular scenario, he never faked the funk. I think a lot of times, and especially now, because our fans are able to touch us and deal with us directly, they get to also they get to also see whether or not you're a real person mm. and how fake you are or whether or not you're just using them. Mm. Are you really working for them? Are you really doing your best to make them feel like they're um, an integral part of your situation? Like, or are you just using them to get where you got to go? And I think that's also what, what it comes down to in this new age of social media, where we feel like we know these celebrities, like back in the day, there was a big there was a big um detachment now you feel like you're a part of their lives you feel like you know them yeah. personally like yo like this nigga is a fool like he's almost like you're friends with them so when they do come to appeal to you you feel a, a stronger connection there and I, I i appreciate that i think that's a that's a that's a big part of what makes certain entertainers that much more lovable like you really feel like you're a part of their lives and that's good. I'm not going to lie. Just to, feel, and just, yeah. No, I was just going to say, I feel like during COVID, a lot of fans of the show reached out and I really appreciated that. Like, I know we spoke about it a little bit last week. Um, and, you know, hopefully this week our audio is much better. But um, so shout out to the fans who were able to get through the full episode. We were dealing with some technical difficulties, but I think we got through some of that. Um, but in terms of that, though, a lot of fans did reach out. Fans reached out when, you know what I mean? We said we was coming in January and we didn't come right back in January. And they was like, yo, <laughs> where the podcast at? So I think that that is the part of the the puzzle piece that oftentimes goes missing, but is is really, really important as well, right? Yeah, I was, I was just going to say uh, really what you said, X, but just to add some more to it and also what Flo said, uh, so we could wrap up. So we could wrap up this segment of what we're talking about. The podcast is a perfect example. I say it all the time. I'm not gonna go into it as deep. I didn't know what the fuck a podcast was. X told me what it was about. I listened to one or two of them. I was hooked. I was sold. We had a great first year. You know, we learned a lot of different things. Boom. He was like, "All right, cool. It's time for us to prep and do a live show." I didn't know what a live show consisted of in regards to a podcast. Um, boom. We did the live show, and that's because. How do we get consumers to understand the value? How do we make companies realize the value of the product? We are a podcast of many different podcasts. The thing that separates us, RIP Combat Jack, authenticity. He told us before he passed a year later, be original, be consistent, be brutally motherfucking honest. That is what we've done all up until this part. And I think this time around, we're even more brutally honest because we are way more comfortable in our skin. We got COVID in play, making people just uh, think about life and life choices a bit differently. And at the same time, people know when we bullshit and people know that we are not um, people that 
um, don't keep it 100 on the show. People have called me out on shit that I've said on the show or that I didn't say on the show. People have um, said things to me about, you know, D-Flow about, you know, what he says on the show and how it resonated with them. And the same thing with you, XAB. So people know the product that they're getting. And if we was in a situation like Dave Chappelle, I guarantee on my grandmother's grave, everybody listening to the podcast right now would denounce the platform that the podcast would be on. Because you're going to respect XAB. You're going to respect D-Flow. And you damn sure going to respect Distinguished to God. Because we know what the fuck we got. So fuck the platform. You fuck with us. And we appreciate y'all for listening to us every goddamn week. That's a fact. So it seems like there's a situation here where that's not happening. And that's the Fenty Fashion House seems to be getting dissolved. Um, Sheesh. Now, it's only been around for two years. My My first question is... Is it too soon to be calling it quits on Fenty? Now, this my, is not to be confused first... with Fent Savage Fenty combination, which is more of the underwear and sexy garments. This is more so of the original fashion line that Rihanna put out. Um, can't remember the fashion house she worked with. Matter of fact, I'll pull it up. No, it was with, yeah, Louis Vuitton. Yeah, it was Louis Vuitton. So LVMH. my first question. My 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 first question is because I need some context. What the fuck happened, and what is happening? So basically, the the uh, the line isn't doing as well. It, it didn't sell the way that they anticipated. Originally, Rihanna had said like she felt like the price point was too high that they wanted to to put things at, and so they lowered the price point, and still there wasn't enough of a I guess change. So they decided they want to pull the plug on it, but. Savage Fenty, I think, is still going to exist. Obviously, they just did a launch and it's super successful. But the clothing line of Fenty seems to be done. Damn. And do y'all think this hurts Rihanna's brand in any way, shape or form? No, I don't think so. I no, think she just figured no. out what works. They, they yeah. you know, the, 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 the makeup line is obviously doing fucking fantastic. Right. Um, the 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 underwear line and lingerie line is doing well. It's got to if, if that's what's working and that's what's working and that's what's working. Like she's made hundreds of millions of dollars from just yeah, those she two. Has. So yeah, she has. she's I I don't I don't I don't think it does. I think it just shows it's just a good business decision, and these things happen. So rather than letting it drown, you pull the plug and keep it pushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's that's true. Some new music came out. Um, let's see if we could pull this track up because everybody has been talking about this Jay-Z Nipsey Hustle track. So let's see if if we can get that playing real and quick. And this is what it feels like. I got to get a better gunshot. This ain't it. <laughs> and this is what it feels like. Can't play too much of this, but uh, if we can get a little bit of Nipsey. Look, the only reason I survive because a nigga is special first. You get successful, then it gets stressful thirst. Uh. Niggas gonna test you, see what your texture's worth. Diamonds and bites, one of them pressure burst. 
street nigga, still I get checks and spurts I'm for peace, but before I get pressed, I murk Better days, pray for, but expecting worse At this level, boy, shit, I'm just less concerned Let's go Cruising in the six, looking at the proceeds of rap music on my wrist Drop Let's another mixtape, my shit booming out this bitch Make sense to you at all, you burnt your bridge to the other side You know you can't swim across, y'all know niggas can't swim They fried Mike after you die, y'all know niggas can't win You never land so I'm sure y'all probably heard this Shit. before. How y'all feel about the track? I actually never, actually never heard it. Oh, you got to go back and listen to oh, it. You never heard it. Oh yeah, you got to hear it, bro. Um, cause it gave me God and Messiah. That's what it. That's what it gave me. I don't know how you feel about it. It's a good record, man. For a hot second, I, I couldn't. I when I first first heard it, I was just like, that doesn't sound like Nip. And cause Nip don't even I rap it, like that. It I, I had it, it took me a minute to like really I had to go back and listen to his other some of his other old stuff too like to really because I was just like that does it doesn't it didn't sound like him at first like I was I was having a hard time like the cadence wasn't the same and I was just like oh probably just a uh uh a old verse he had probably stashed away and they end up to revamping it but in 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 either way it's a solid record definitely what I would expect from a Nip J co- collaboration. Yeah. And um, yeah, I have nothing negative to say, man. Solid record, man. I I love the I love the vibe on it. I I expected some some knowledge to be put there. So dope record. Did they do this record when when Nip was alive? Nah, I think this is posthumous. I think um, it's for it's for um, the movie that just came out. Um, oh, it's on a soundtrack. It's on um, it's Judas on and Judas and the Black, and the Black Messiah. Messiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so, wow! Damn, it, it's a dope record. I think everybody should check it out. Uh, Jay Z, of course, dropping gems. Nip sounds great. I wish that they would have been able to put do more work together while Nip was alive. Um, and that's kind of what I got from it is just feeling, feeling like that. Same thing with um, we're going to talk about DMX referring to having Pop Smoke on his new project and the conversation that he had at Drink Champs regarding that but um another new thing that came out ashanti played a little snippet of her her video to 235 um give you a little taste of 235 just in case y'all ain't ain't hear it before Gotta put these drops so that we, we don't get sued, you know what I mean? things that we should maybe shouldn't do. I don't know if I'm wrong for saying this, but I want you. I don't want to make a move too soon. Don't want to go and where this could go. How y'all feeling about this? I, I like it. I mean, he hasn't really put out a banger in a minute. You got that Marshall Montel, uh, Montana song. That joint is fire. Just never really picked up in the U.S., but it's it's crazy in in the Caribbean. But I think this one is is pretty dope. How y'all feeling? The snippet of the video is nice. Yeah, the, the video snippet is crazy. Yeah, I didn't um I didn't see the snippet, but uh, I don't think Ashanti was uh, was ever those artists that. Anytime she comes back out and does something, people be like, oh, my God, Ashanti again. I feel like niggas be looking forward to Ashanti, to be honest. I mean, Ashanti is 40. She looks amazing. 
Ashanti's 40? Ashanti is 40 years old. Whoa, nigga. Whoa. whoa. So my question is, though, because, I mean, Ashanti's not the only 40-year-old right now out that is kind of revitalizing their career and or becoming relevant. Is 40 becoming younger? Or are we starting to to see 40-year-olds do things that we traditionally put in the realm of 20 and 30-year-olds? Because that video with Ashanti, you ain't thinking about your 40-year-old auntie. (laughs) No. With that video, I think it's boundless, man. I think the the error is just content, man. If you could put out dope content, I think people are just willing to accept that content as long as it looks dope and it the vibe is good. I don't think people care anymore because I mean Jennifer Lopez is fifty, so this is and she looks <laughs> amazing for fifty. So at the end of the day, I don't think age. I think what's happening is that the old people who used to control the industry. These old white men who try to make everything seem like you have to be a certain age. As long nowadays, it's more so as long as you, as long as it looks good and people could appreciate it, yeah, they it's don't touch the way you got to touch. Yeah. You feel me? Nobody caring about Beyonce's forty two or turning forty. Beyonce's about to turn forty September. Beyonce so, looks amazing, by the way. God damn, that yeah, Blue Ivy know, like, Park merch is insane. The one she dropped this weekend AJ, was stupid. AJ nothing, man. It didn't even look like Beyonce. Right. Yeah, it didn't. It looked like, like somebody age, else. Age ain't an ain't issue no more, man. I, I, that's a thing of the past. Plus, because the people who are still relevant are at that age, it's going mm-hmm. to be that right. way. You feel me? Like, Jay's. Even Jay's the newer rappers 50s. are still kind of old. Like, the baby ain't 21. You know what I'm saying? He's No, the baby's, I think, our age, to be honest. He's, I think, I 26 think the like, or 7, like in between there, between that and 30. I, I thought he was older than that. But, yeah, I mean. These dudes ain't these dudes ain't, ain't ain't young no more, man. Busting these dudes who are still putting out music. These dudes are in their late forties, fifties. Like a lot of these dudes are, you know, Jay's fifty something. Jay's like fifty one, fifty two. Diddy's in his fifties. Like all these guys are. Old. Kanye is thir- is forty. I think Kanye is forty something yeah, too. So the baby is is twenty nine. So yeah, he's closer to twenty nine. See, like. So like none of these dudes are young, and plus it just takes that you break in when you break in. If you have the look and you have the swag, who cares? You feel me? Like two changes has to be at least forty by now. Like you know, like Rick Ross is in his forties. Like all these right. dudes, Wayne is probably forty. Wayne is thirty eight, thirty nine. Nicki's about Nas to be thirty nine. Forties, right? Nas is in his late forties. Like all of the rappers who are popping then, like Drake is thirty five, thirty six. Yeah. Like none of these dudes is young no more, bro. Another another old old artist that came out with something. Um, it's not a song, but they did a little snippet of what I guess they're working on. Mario. Um, you got a lot of nerves to think that I'm gonna chill. That's a classic. Right? Yeah, he sang this live for TikTok. Okay. How how's Mario sounding though? Is Mario someone that we think could make a comeback? Because clearly, yeah, clearly the world forgot about Mario. But he had yeah, Mar- Mar- sound good. Mario put out a record a few months ago that I didn't really hear it on the radio. He put out a record called Mars because he has an album coming out I think called Mars, and uh, the the video was dope. The video looks like he shot it in Mars. Uh, he got a lot of views on YouTube. 
I just haven't been hearing it on the radio. So I think he I think he had to come back. And plus, Mario, let's not forget, Mario got a few bangers. Like, Mario's on a few big records with a lot of artists, you know what I mean? Fab, Chris Brown, Kevin McCall. Like, you know, he, he got, he got yeah, some he shit. Got nothing to play with. He just... Let's not sleep on Mario. He fizzled real quick, and I don't know what happened. He did. But yeah, I don't know what happened either. It seems like industry politics. So Meg, we've been critical of Meg over the over the last couple of I'd say episodes regarding her choice in the type of music that she puts on her projects. She mm. released something today for her birthday. Happy birthday, Meg! I'm gonna oh, play it. Birthday? Oh wow! Okay. See if you guys uh, see what you guys think about it. Turn this shit up. That's a little snippet of something that she she dropped today for her birthday. For me, that's how I want to hear Meg, though. Like, I would have loved to hear that on her project. That 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 bounce, that content is is it's a little bit more aggressive. It's a little bit more rapping, less about, you know, what I mean, I mean, I don't have no issue. Don't get it twisted. I don't have an issue um, with her talking about her body and her sexuality, but I just think that range uh, is important. Like when you put out a body of work. So I like, I like that version of Meg. I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, yeah, I like it too. Um, I think how she's rapping could be a bit better. Not what she's rapping about, how she's rapping. It could be a bit better, but that's just me because I love hip hop. I'm, I'm a rapper. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. I, this is the Meg that I want. Um, cause I think this is the Meg that we've been missing. We don't really get this Meg a lot. Um, and I think at this stage in the game with all of the success that we've given Megan, she owes us. Mm-hmm. So Megan, hopefully if you're listening to this shit, hopefully somebody from management, somebody from the team, we need. We need a few of these on whatever project you got to get ready to drop. We need a few. We need like forty shits. Yeah, we need like four of those. crazy. Like you just going off on a record. Yeah, we need four of those for sure. And and it sounds good. Like yeah, I think. I mean, she did that live in studio. So, oh okay, that's not okay. on the record. That's not on wax. She was live in studio doing it. Um, nice. But I would love to hear at least four of those on the next project. Nice twelve piece project. Put four of those on it. Put four of those sexy songs yeah. on it. And then if you wanna you, you wanna do four that you are experimenting a little bit with your voice, singing a little bit, maybe do a little pop record. That's it. That's all you need. And your shit is gonna be a classic. That's that's all Meg needs. And I think that's what's gonna bring her. We right. spoke about last week what's gonna bring her to the next level. I think that that's what will do it. If she put out a classic project that just really focuses on her being a spitter 
and also mm-hmm. given all those classic like rapper shit as well as some of the new school shit as well as the body yaddy yaddy man she's right. out of here she's out of here so another chick that's out of here is gorilla glue girl i'm tired of hearing about it we didn't talk Yo. about it last week but just briefly i'm tired of like us making stupid things like turn into businesses right shorty didn't read the label she put gorilla nope. glue on her hair she documented everything. A lot of people feel like it's it a little sabotage. I mean, it was a little bit of staged whatever going on there. I'm not here to talk about that because I don't know. I don't I don't think anybody would purposely put Gorilla Glue in and all of that to whatever to see if it's going to get them a check because there's no guarantee. It's us that ends up taking content like that, putting it on a national stage. And now you got niggas out here gluing cups to their lip, might have to lose half their lip. <laughs> You got a shorty, supposedly, because I don't know how how real that video is, supposedly put Gorilla Glue um, and tried to use it as wax. It's just... You fucking lying. I'm dead ass. Uh, oh, no. Nah. We got to stop, y'all. Like, we really got to stop. And then people talking about she should sue Gorilla Glue. No, you can't sue nobody no. for being dumb. Gorilla like, Glue should sue you for, for incorrectly using their product. Uh, yeah, making and a big hoopla. And they probably got people losing sales. Yeah, man, prob- they probably losing sales right now. Like, so... Fucking idiot. And then the next thing is now she got merch. Now she got hoodies she's right. selling. W- which is crazy. To me, that's... <laughs> we I going told too you, far. this is what she should do, though. I, t- I said this is what she should do. We I going really too far, man. Like... I could understand if she became a brand ambassador, a brand ambassador for a hair for product, Gorilla Glue, right? Or, right. Oh, or right. you know, something like that, or or something regarding uh, plastic surgery. I think she's donating the plastic surgery, um, cosmetic surgery, rather. And I, I respect that. But selling hoodies with your face and Gorilla Glue next, come on, son. Like I don't know who told y'all that that was that was it, but we gotta do better. I will say a black doctor did save her. He did the surgery. Hey, he did. I I watched I watched what he said and I also watched another clip and he went through the process on uh human hair on a mannequin and he talked about it and I was like, God bless him. He didn't have to do it, but he did it. And he's not chasing clout. He's a fucking doctor. That nigga got money. He he didn't have to do it. He did not have to do it. I'm sure it brought him some business. Let me see if oh, I yeah. let's see if we could find definitely. his name. Um definitely bought that doctor some business. Yeah, I don't have his name right now. Let me see. I have it somewhere else. Um, but Miss Tessica Brown, I've never heard a, a first name like that before. But Miss Brown, you are blessed and highly favored. Deadass. Blessed and highly favored. Michael Obang. That's that's the Michael doctor. Michael Obang. Sh- shout out to Doctor Michael Obang. Thank you so much. Yeah, for, for helping our sister out for being an idiot. <laughs> you probably didn't call it idiot, but. We could do it for you. She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and that's the appropriate way to really like mm-hmm. talk about this shit. It's like, yo, fucking idiot. thank you for doing that, but you did some dumb shit. So, yeah. <laughs> so, D, I think that this segment here that we're going to talk about real quick, you're going to mm-hmm. enjoy a lot. Now, okay. we all know about Kevin Samuels. He's been yo. making... It's <laughs> motherfucking Instagram famous, G. It's crazy. He's been making waves as of late. Uh, talking about different things regarding dating and women, and so he had someone recently right. on his show. Um, it was a thirty-year-old woman who mm-hmm. basically 
said that she is holding out, giving up the pooms to a high value, quote unquote, that, that he claims and she claims is a high value man. Basically, he's balling. Um, but she's telling him that she doesn't want to have sex with him. She's she's holding out for six months. And Kevin is basically saying that she's self-sabotaging herself. So I'm going to let this nigga talk for himself. <laughs> right. Um, play you the, the clips. They're mm-hmm. broken up. So after each clip, we'll talk about it. And then okay. um, I guess we'll talk about it in totality. But this is Kevin and this lady. Why? Why? Because I don't get, I'm stingy. I'm stingy with the, with the pups. Excuse me? I'm stingy with it. I do not give it up easily. Were you married to your, yeah. were you married to your daughter's, your, your baby mama though, right? My baby mama. I've never been married. No, but I just okay, don't. So let, I know. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let, let's talk about this though. See, um, I find it funny that women like yourself, baby mamas, all of a sudden want to get stingy with the puss. After you done gave your womb up before a ring, but then you mm. want the high value men to put a ring on it before he gets it. So am I supposed to give it away? You got damn right. You already did. Because here's the thing. See, it that's what I mean. <clears throat> Ma'am, you're a used vehicle wanting brand new 2021 prices. <laughs> you can this laugh all you crazy. want to, ma'am, but you just said sex. Okay. Okay, so how we feel Yo, about that? So, God damn, this nigga's working with the nation. <laughs> now, Yo, that dude is crazy. Son. For our women <laughs> listeners, I do not condone his oh tone. God. However, Jeez. some of his messages be all right. No, some of his messages be hitting me. I be like, you talking to me, bro? Fuck, you don't know me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, the tone sometimes, the, the arrogance. Yeah, the tone. I get it. He, 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 it's a little he, off-putting. He, he, he can change it. Uh, I think for this particular situation, I agree with this part of it where you're going to, quote-unquote, stall giving this man that you want, that you claim is a high-valued man, you're going make, gonna to make him wait six months but you gave it up to somebody who didn't even put a ring on it i think that's kind of valid because you you didn't have this mentality before but i guess you have it now because the damage has been done i think from jump street when it comes to like sex or when it comes to quote-unquote doing something sexual i think deep down inside if you're not waiting for marriage if that's not how you was brought up, I don't think there's no real secrecy when it comes to sex. I mean, listen, you can value things in different ways. You can decide to have sex in one portion of your life and then decide you don't want to. I think where it becomes a little bit a of a sticky situation <laughs> is... And this comes up in one of the other clips that we're going to play in a second. Mm-hmm. You have kind of proof that you was out here doing whatever. Um, right. And again, you can have that phase of your life and then decide, I don't want to. But mm-hmm. then when it's just, the, what is the real 
What is the reason? Because that is what is right. naturally going to be asked. Obviously, that, it's none but of, that's what he's getting at. Right. That's what he's getting at. It's, no, yeah. it's none of our business. Like, if I'm a man and I'm dating a woman and a woman says, I don't want to have sex, then that's the end of it. I have to then make mm-hmm. a decision for myself as to if I want to continue to date this woman or not. Cool. Now, it, that, that, that's very clear. That should be very clear to everybody. Niggas, you, you can't change a woman. You're going to be in a very precarious situation. If you really want to have sex, she's telling you she doesn't and you still stay. Right? Like, y'all are going to have some really up and down situations. And so, I my advice would be to leave that. But, like, what is the reason, though? Because that might change everything. Like, if you're telling me the reason is X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of agree with that, too, so let's figure it out, then cool. If there is no reasoning, and this is just more so of an arbitrary rule that you're kind of putting out there, again, that might be off-putting for me, and that might just tell me I need to go. And I, that's what ends up, they end up getting at. But let's get to the next part. Talk about he's match-minded. What do you think he's inserting his penis in his hand? No, that's the thing. He could be inserting it somewhere else. Exactly, because here's the thing. Men with options don't play these games. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you what you have to do, but I'm telling you that if you're telling us or telling me that you have had sex with a man and had a child outside of marriage, and then you go into the dating market and telling another guy, you got to pay a higher price than this other guy did. Is the child's father in the life? Yeah, he's in his he's in her life. Is he a high value man? I would say so. No, no, yeah, but is he but... making ten thousand dollars a month or more? No. Then he's not a high value man. Is the Sheesh. guy that you've been with six months who's non exclusive <laughs> making ten thousand dollars a month or more? Yeah, he is. So in other words, the the broke wound for free, but the rich can't even get this is crazy. Damn. This Damn, is crazy. So this nigga You're not even the exclusive. way he put it together is wild. Yeah, I mean the way he puts it together is wild. That he had a point there. I can't even. Get, nah, I can't even get. He had a point. point. Definitely had a point in terms of like the rationale behind why. Right, are the you rationale behind out. why. Yeah, correct, correct. Like again, you could do whatever you want with your body, but the <laughs> rationale behind why are you making this man because you think that he's going to value. See, that's where that's why I think I agree with it. Right. A lot of times women do that thinking that that's going to make a man value them in the relationship more. That is not how niggas think. I want, I need women to understand that is not mm-hmm. how we think. We don't Nope. Whether you give us the puss on the first night or you give us the puss seven years later. Right. Where we're going to value the relationship or value you as a, a person or whatever the case is how we get along. And that's really that's really the, the end of the story, honestly mm-hmm. and truly. It's not about if you gave us sex on the first night. Maybe like niggas who are just on different pages. But if you're you meet somebody and y'all decide that y'all want to date, if you go on that first date and you, defi- you decide to fuck, that man's perception of you has not changed in terms of like, oh, now I'm, I'm good. I, la, 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 la. Like that's more on some like you meet some nigga at the club and right. Y'all meet up and fuck and y'all have nothing in common. But if y'all meet, y'all have conversations and y'all decide, yo, we want to turn this into a relationship or we want to date and see where this is going. Nine times out of 10, depending on how you act is what is going to make the man stay around longer or not. Not if you fuck him on the first night or not. So that's kind of, I think, why I agree with 
what is the reason you're making the six month rule? If you think or three month or whatever, 90 day, whatever you want to call it rule. Right. If it's because you think that's going to make the man value you more. That's not the case, especially if it's a dude who has options. Like he said, if I'm I was about to say, if a nigga got options, shorty, you setting yourself up for failure and heartbreak. I'm letting you know that now. Yeah, if I got if I'm dating five different women, I like you and I like Mm. the four other women and Mm -hmm. I get to vibe on all levels with one woman. And then on this particular level, I'm getting shut out for whatever reason. I might just end up going in another direction based off of that. And not because, oh, you ain't give me the puss, so fuck you. But more so, I might start to feel like I'm vibing more. I'm getting closer, whatever. We're both meeting each other's needs. Because that's basically what's happening here. Is you're yeah, because meeting- there's only going to be a few men, bro, that's going to say, you know what? I want to know why she's not giving it up. Not even just to me. I want to know why she's so reserved. Why she's so hell-bent on not having this. There's only going to be a small percent. The average nigga that's dating four or five girls at a time, just like the good brother said, man, if he's doing all of these things and you the one out of the five that he's not, you just, you just literally, you're eliminating yourself. The conversation is going to get lesser and lesser as the days go on. Let's go to the next part of this. Uh... You know, a lot of the advice out there is to reserve the goodies there's no reserving anything ma'am you've already had a child see see the, the advice that you're getting that from let me let me take it down a bit the advice that you ladies are getting that from is from women i'm telling you as a man as a high value think that you know a lot of the advice you've already had a child see see the, the advice that you're getting that from let me let me take it down a bit the advice that you ladies are getting that from is from women I'm telling you, as a man, as a high-value man who have high-value men, clients and friends, this is one of the things that puts you in the no category. He may enjoy your time. He may like seeing you, but I guarantee you this, you are not seriously on his radar. Because there's no way he can go back and tell his colleagues, other high-value men, this story and maintain respect. You are saying you had a child with a lower value man, but then you're with a higher value man and you won't even have sex. You're not a child. You're 30, right? I'm 30. Yeah. So why are you playing games with this sex? It's manipulation, ma'am. That's what it is. You've already had. I don't know if I'm going to call it manipulation. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call him. But I think there's a point. Yo, the way this nigga talked, bro. <laughs> this nigga was made for whatever the fuck he doing, bro. This nigga, boy. Days, this nigga it's manipulation. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta say that. It's manipulation. We gotta see here's what happened. Let me, let me go ahead and we play the magic it, eight ball for you. When you finally decide to to give it up to him, it's he's gonna take it. And he's gonna split. Because men do not like to be played like this. That's it. Yes. I, my guess is you've already blown this. M- men do not like to be played like this. He has investments in this, so he wants to get the tail. But you, I don't know. Tail. Here's the thing. I don't know <laughs> this why. This nigga well, old you know school. <laughs> you've heard this from Steve Harvey and all these other dating gurus. But you know what? No men follow Steve Harvey. There are no men in these audiences. <laughs> and fact. one of the biggest mistakes you ladies try to do is to become born again virgins 
<laughs> waiting 90 days after you're already mother. Yo. Yo. I, why? Yikes. <laughs> Yikes, bro. That part right there, that's golden. God damn it, nigga savage. This I don't think we need to go any further, but. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to go no further, bro. This nigga's a savage, bro. Oh, man. Another this savage out here. Me. Shout out to Issa Rae, who seems to be working with the City Girls. And they're, they're putting together an eight-episode, 30-minute comedy series. Sounds pretty familiar. A.K.A. Insecure. But this one, right, right, right. working name is called Rap Shit. I'm interested if this... Because you've mentioned and you've kind of alluded to this in the past. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is connected to Insecure in some way, shape, or form. Um, I don't know. Um, It's an eight-episode it's there it's 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 basically the same dna make dna structure as insecure insecure is usually eight episodes is usually 30 between like 25 30 minutes and you mentioned um, like Issa ray potentially taking the series into like going into what it is to be a creative and Issa yeah because, raps a lot in insecure. right so i think this is Issa Rae, like the real Issa Rae, not not Issa D that she plays on Insecure. This is the real Issa Rae trying to live vicariously through what it would feel and look like to actually be a rapper. So the City Girls, I think, is the perfect selection of women to actually help her get this vision out. Honestly speaking, because I don't know them personally. Because we may have them on the show at one point when we get bigger. I don't know JT and I don't know... uh Miami we almost had however on a live show right but I think I could be wrong I think JT is more of the hothead and I think and I think Miami is more of the business person and I think those those dynamics is within Issa Rae in real life so for those two things to be portrayed in two women who are in a group already city girls I think we might have something special here now to continuously do this shit on HBO. I think it's time for Issa to cut ties with this motherfucking network. I think the network did enough for her already. And I think the network in some ways is probably stifling the growth. Other people, again, we might have Issa Rae on one day. I don't want to overstep. Other people that was on Insecure have already gone and done other things. I think um, Jay Ellis, if I'm hoping saying his name properly, who plays Lawrence, um, he's doing. He's been doing outside shit. Um, uh, the young the young lady who played Tasha in season two, uh, Miss Dominic. I follow her page thoroughly. She's on some other shit, and we all know the beloved um Yvonne Orji. She's always doing some shit. It seems like people are moving in other directions. I feel like Issa's kind of unless she's trying to get some type of stake in the network, which maybe that might be the but bum that might be the ta da moment. But I think she needs to get the fuck out of HBR. Dead ass. Well, that's what I read into it. I honestly feel like mm-hmm. she's staying at the network because, it, at least in my from my perspective, she's mm-hmm. making a power play and she's either already a major executive at HBO and we just don't know about it, or she is pushing to become a major executive okay. at HBO. That's the only thing that makes sense. She's been there for five years. Um, right. And obviously with this series, depending on how it goes, this is at least another... City Girls and J- uh, City Girls and Issa, that's at least three years of, I, was about of to, I was just about to say, I give them three years max of great content. I don't see nothing past three years. I think that's the minimum. I think, I think if it's a super success, it could go as long as, as um, Insecure went. But 
I give it the minimum of of three years, depending on the success of the show. So we're saying that's okay. another three years at HBO. That would make eight years, right, at HBO. I only see Issa staying there, directing and giving them all this great t- content that's giving them all these viewers if they're telling her she's about to be on the board at some point. So I will be Listen. looking to see if that announcement is made sometime soon. Issa Ray is not bringing in as much as we know um, Game of Thrones did. Obviously, Game of Thrones, that was their fucking moneymaker. We know that. However, Issa Rae has brought HBO an entirely brand new audience. Facts. And people who probably never subscribed to HBO is on HBO because of Issa. I would say Insecure was probably within the top five shows, even with Game oh, of yeah, Thrones of on there. Oh, yeah, of course. So, of course. So they can't play with Issa in terms of like what her what her role yeah. at that company is. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm yeah. definitely interested. Another thing that I'm Me interested too. in this this is a conversation to have. Respectfully, Justin. So everybody knows um, Justin L.A. Boy, who has all mm-hmm. the memes where at the end of the memes it says respectfully, and it's all the relationship shit. Um, He's now going to partner up with Diddy Revolt and Diddy's son, Justin, to come out with a show called Respectfully Justin. Now, this, by my standard, my understanding, would be the first time that a meme maker is going to become a celebrity on a major network. I don't know if you've heard of anything. We've seen, at this point now, we've seen the skits, the people who do skits, uh, become insta famous. The people who become insta famous right. over skits Rennie, and stuff. Rennie, Shiggy, we've right. seen them niggas pop. Hilarious. Yep, right. we've seen them niggas become famous. This is the first time I'm seeing someone who creates memes that is based off not even seeing these niggas how they look. Right, not even seeing them. Right, right, right. Nothing. Now be placed in a, a situation where they're on a major network. It's a game changer, and depending on how they do it, I don't know. And to be honest, I mean, I see it here too. But to be honest, who the fuck is Diddy's son, Justin? Like, who, who, who the fuck is that nigga? I think like, a lot of honest. women follow him because he's like one of those, like you know, great looking young men who right, doing it yeah, on the but, gram. But that's it, though. But, but that's it, right? I don't. Right. I, what What's what, missing what, here for right, me? The personality is. Per- you said the, yeah, personalities, you, brother. I'm confused confused with what is the personality that's going to be brought to the show. Justin L.A. Boy is great with the memes and the memes. Some of them are repurposed memes. Other people made them and he's just he's just posting them. Meaning like there are other accounts that I've seen post certain things first and And then he just just writes it it how he writes it and and put it it on his page. It does something for his page. Correct. Right. So I don't know how. This I don't know if he's going to be in the back. I don't know if he's right, just right. more so like executive, whatever. But if it's based off of personality, Justin to me doesn't have that much personality. Um, that's a that's a fact. And his brother, his brother has way more personality, and his brother's laid back just like his father. Yeah, King Combs got way more personality than. I'm sorry, I gotta say, King Combs got way more personality than Justin. I'm sorry, he does. So I'm really interested to see. What the fuck is the 
right. way they're going to try and make this pop. Going in here. I don't know how they're going to do this, but good luck, brothers. Good good luck, Justins, I should say. Good luck, Justins. Yeah, because I really don't understand how memes can translate onto TV. But um, I we'll see if it'll sink or swim. <laughs> yeah. Sink or float. Right. Another thing that's supposed to be happening is Kanye West and Elon Musk are supposedly going to have a conversation on Clubhouse. Are you here for that conversation? I don't know, because I don't know what the fuck Kanye wants to tell us now. <laughs> I don't know. Elon Musk, I I, I, I get that, because that nigga's the future. We, we see what's going on with not just his car. He's just a revolutionary person, according to what I've been seeing. He's, 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 a, he's on a, di- like, his brain focuses on a di- different frequency in his head. Kanye West looks like he's about to go through a fucking divorce. I don't know anymore about Kanye. I don't. I don't know anymore. I'm in the same boat. I kind of feel like... <laughs> If this was 10 years ago and I heard maybe Kanye West was about to come on uh, and do a major conversation with Elon Musk, I'd be like, oh, we about to get some gems like this is about to be a crazy conversation. Now, I've been I've seen enough of them individually on different platforms where they've been interviewed to know that. Yeah, they're. Like, it's great to hear from them and, and there is information to learn. But I don't I don't get anything from seeing them talk like Elon Musk. Right. Talks very weird when he's <laughs> getting interviewed and he likes to try and do this, quote unquote, free think out of the box bullshit. And then Kanye is the same thing. Kanye is just saying a bunch of nothing. And it's everyone around him trying to make it make sense as if it's like, yo, he said some mm. genius shit like when he was on Rogan. He was saying nothing. It was nothing of substance right. in anything that he said. And Rogan was the one making it seem like, yo, this is genius. This makes so much sense. No, it don't, Rogan. Like, stop. Like, nigga, you don't gotta like you don't gotta do it like that. So I'm actually not that excited for the conversation. I I am I do understand the excitement for what it means for Clubhouse. Um, and I am more than open to being surprised. But yeah, this is just a, another one of those things that I think. It's like forced hype. Everyone is, is going to be hype about it, but I don't really see nothing crazy uh, coming from it in a in a way that I'm going to be like running the clubhouse. Uh, DMX. DMX spoke about Pop Smoke being on his next project. So let's let's hear him talk about this real quick. Yeah. About these features. Yeah. Oh, this the new generation. A couple. You got little TJ on there? No, not not that new. Not okay. Not that new. Um, also, new like Rick Ross, new. Nope. I got a uh, Big Mill, new. Nope. I got um. I got a uh, Griselda boys. Mm. Griselda. Pop Smoke. Yeah. Mm. Wait a minute. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Hey, hold on. That's what type of new I'm doing. Did you meet Pop Smoke? No. So oh so oh. What? The growl everything. Was, I guess it was just a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I, guess, I heard wow. it all like. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yo, Pop Smoke is you and Fifty Cent Baby. It's true. Yeah. It's you and Fifty Cent. If you and Fifty Cent had a baby, that's Pop Smoke. That's true. That would be. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but he would have the baby. <laughs> he would have the baby. Nigga, <laughs> DMX is crazy. How you think DMX that's gonna come out, bro? I think that's gonna be a classic record, bro. I mean, I didn't even think those two voices. It's crazy. Because DMX has a very distinct voice, bro. And Pop Smoke has a very distinct sound that he does with his voice. 
Because Bashir, R.I.P. to Bashir Jackson, he doesn't talk how he raps. He raps how he wants to talk. Mm. It, it's, it's, it's a different... R.I.P. I just still can't believe that. I always say it, but I still can't believe they killed that young man. But that record's going to be fire, bro. That shit's that going to be tough. fire. That shit sound like it's going to be Damn, tough. shout out to you, DMX. God damn it. That nigga said, you going to put Lil TJ? Nah, not, like, not that little nigga. Nah. <laughs> Then proceeded to name other niggas that <laughs> right. They other niggas. He said, "Nope, nope, nope, not that one." Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But I got this. Yeah, yeah. Pop smoke. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so before we get into our politics segment and wrap up for the day, um, <clears throat> we have to talk about what's going on in Trinidad. There are a lot of Yo. young women who are being Yo. kidnapped. They're being raped. They're being murdered. Um, and it's. Really, really crazy. R.I.P. to let me see if I could get her name right. Andre Andrea Barat, who apparently went home one day uh, with her coworker in a taxi. Coworker got yeah. out the taxi before her, and she never made it home. The apparently she was either kidnapped somewhere along the way, or the taxi driver himself kidnapped her. And killed her. And they I think they only found her with her underwear on or something like that. So this yeah. has been a big thing going on in Trinidad. Um, mm-hmm. And my only question, D, is, is this indicative of Caribbean culture and its adjacentment with women? Or is this just a microscope on a broader issue of uh, patriarchy and misogyny in the world today? Because... Caribbean culture, as we all know, they, there's some lyrics out there that are kind of controversial. Um, I mean, oh, I mean, ha, not kind of. I mean, shit. People, people have been scrutinized harshly um, for some of their lyrics. I mean, Buju Bantan was is one of them, right? If we're just keeping it a hundred, um, you know, vibe, vibes cartel, you know, Beanie Man. I mean, the fucking list goes on. I mean, even women, you know. But me personally, when I when I first seen this question on the agenda. Based on what happened, like, you know, um, as a lot of people know, I do date and have dated a lot of Caribbean uh, women and I have dated a few uh, Trinidadian women in, in, in the past. And um, I have heard stories that they have told me about growing up and living in Trinidad. And when I saw what I saw, I think whether it was last week or the week before, I did want to then reach out. Um, to have certain conversations, but just to see how it all played out, it just made me think deep down inside, like there is a lot of things in the Caribbean culture that are not being talked about because when they're talked about, those people have to understand that you come from a lawless country. The government doesn't respect the law, even though the government is in charge of the law. The police officers don't respect the law, even though their job is to, is supposed to up, uphold and, and protect people um, from unlawful things. Yet they're the ones that's committing the unlawful acts. Um, and just really and truly women in general, women and children, they are not protected and they are not respected in the Caribbean. You know, women are used as as things, you know, what I mean, mm. as objects, you know, and children are used as pawns and political pawns. Um, to um, justify an ends to a means. And I don't know how or who or what is going to actually bring about the conversation, but 
women are scared to go back home just to go to carnivals. Women are mm. scared to go back home just to go walk down the block to where they went to school at. Women are scared to go back home just to sit on their porch or their veranda because somebody could just easily walk up and either try to take their life or try to take their body. And because they're a man or they quote unquote appear to be a man um, or say that they're a man, they feel like it's okay to do these things because they know the country that they live in is a lawless country and nothing is going to happen because it's been happening. So it's, it's it's it's, it's unfortunate. Um, heart definitely goes out to the. Way. Yeah, that's real. That is a real thing, brother. All right, so let's get to the politics of today. Hit that drop for y'all real quick. Y'all know what time it is. Well, I've got some red meat for you. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our politics segment as per usual. So we are talking about stealthing becoming illegal in California. I think this thing will be back. He stepped off for a second, but stealthing is going to become illegal in California. I feel like this can get a little tricky because solely because of how do you know when stealthing is happening? So obviously there are going to be the scenarios where it's evident, right? Like you had a conversation with somebody, you told them don't take the condom off and they take the condom off and you find out like they took it off in the middle of sex and boom. That's black and white. But what about the scenarios where the condom breaks and someone doesn't know and they're accused of stealthing or uh, it unintentionally slipping off and not knowing that it came off? Some people might say you're supposed to know. Sometimes you don't know. So that is my only thing in terms of how they are going to mitigate that. What is going to be the burden of proof? to say that this person is um, not innocent. And I think that that can get a little tricky. Speaking of tricky situations, we got Paris, who apparently did not have an age of consent. And that was super concerning when I first learned about that. But now they're looking to make their age of consent 15 and I know a lot of people are like about to go crazy. 15 is very low. I do know that over in Europe, a lot of their things are lower than in America. I think the drinking age is way lower. Uh, things of that nature. But 15 is definitely a concerning number. However, it's not too different in the States. I know a lot of us think that the average age of consent is either 18 or 17. But in the majority of U.S. states, we're talking about 34 states, the actual average of the age of consent is 16. So there are a lot of states in the union right now where a grown 35-year-old can date a 16-year-old and have sex with them and it would be totally legal. 
Now, the thing to keep in mind is also that we're not just talking about dating, right? Because dating is legal, apparently, at any age. You can date a young person of any age without it being considered a problem. The problem comes in, which I think everybody needs to kind of understand. The problem comes in in two forms. One, obviously, if you have sex and it's found out that you're having sex with the minor. And then the other way is if the parents uh, are the ones who complain. So parents of young children and you see some creeps around your child or whatever. You know, what I mean, that is the way that you get those individuals in trouble, because apparently on the books they can date. Um, and it not be an issue. Obviously, right? You see somebody in public with with a teenager, you're not gonna assume that they're trying to date them or whatever the case is. But if you are a parent of a young person and you see something that is a little off, that is the way to get the legal system involved is by is by complaining about it because they're not gonna get involved unless there's some other outside source saying that there's sexual intercourse happening. And then that has to be proven. So a little wacky. I know a lot of us, I know at least for me, I also thought that like the average age was was 17, 18. Um, but the average age in the U.S. in 34 states is 16. Impeachment trial, we already know. Donald Trump got off. So democracy was tested. The precedent was set that People can kind of do wacky shit at the end of their terms. The defense that the Republican Party is saying is that you can't impeach when someone is out of office, but you can get the legal system involved. So they won't impeach. But in a future where something like this happens again and maybe someone waits to the last minute to do something legal, they can still be arrested for doing something legal. They just can't get impeached by the Senate. Little suspect. I don't know if that's how things are supposed to go, but but depending on your interpretation of of the law and of the Constitution, you can somewhat make an argument. It's a weak argument, but it is what it is. That's our politics. That's our episode. Distinguished, I think, got locked off somehow. D-Flow. Has gone as well. So you are here with the kid XAB. I don't know if you're going to get a uh, (laughs) tough knot. But you definitely will get a what would dad say. And what would dad say is. Listen, you can't get mad. If you ain't tell that girl you wanted to take her out on a Valentine's Day date. And you saw her. On IG. On her stories. Posting up. With the elbow on the side, rose petals in the bathroom, and at a hotel. You can't get mad. All right? You got to be intentional, and you got to be direct. Okay? It's another episode of Dad Has a Bow Ties. It's the Kid XAB, and we will holler at you. Peace.